0: Was vinyl down the street and it sounds like core shit like <laughs> i guess that's part of the aesthetic i guess but welcome to the weeb crew podcast we're Weep. back we've made it to another episode somehow
1: we're limping along i'm your Weep host
0: <laughs> i'm your host movie uh with me as always we got sciotic damn straight and returning as our guest today, we have uh, Shabes of Caribou Coon fame.
2: Hey, it's Shabes. Thanks for having me back, fellas.
0: He
1: said it again. He said the
0: thing. Well, this is actually your first time talking to Cy. This is. Because it was Hayden before. That's right.
2: That's right. Yeah,
1: I wasn't here for the last one because I don't play video games. Yeah, we that's cucked
2: right. him. Well, it was funny. <laughs> it's really funny because neither did I at the time. But I, yeah, I was there.
0: <laughs> well, it was fun talking about something we don't usually talk about. I bet it was. I bet it was. <laughs> Um, so yeah, today I saw Shames posted some videos on Naruto, so I was like, hey, let's talk about Naruto. And I was like, hey, I don't know anything about fucking Naruto. <laughs> I was like, you do a podcast on One Piece, you can come do a podcast on Naruto, it would be a change yeah. of pace.
2: I could do a podcast on One Piece too. I'm, I'm mostly caught up. Well, I I, I'm not caught up on One Piece. No, I okay, read,
1: fine. <laughs> I'm not even remotely caught up. I have not seen it already. Oh yeah.
2: Well, you gotta get st- you got something good ahead of you then.
1: I guess yeah I've seen nothing of any of the big 3 basically.
2: I was the um, same. I was literally the same until 2020. Yeah? Yeah. Like I-, I had not seen any of them and kind of had a little pride in that, you know. I was like hey, should... I've seen a I actually have not s- yeah,
1: I I've, I've not much. seen these things that are probably pretty good. You're right,
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> and it is funny like seeing people like Alexander getting into them, although he's such a coward and was like reading colored manga and not watching it. It's like Come Oh, on! interesting. <laughs> It's like call out. Um, but it's cool he's enjoying them. But then yeah, like my friend I talked about it in my narrative video where like my friends were we were all in the pandemic. We were all we just happened to move in to our new house like March 2020. Mm. Perfect um, time. Yeah. Oh,
1: perfect time to buy a new house.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean pretty much. And then we all locked yeah. down and uh so we were all in the same space. So we ended up watching Bleach together. We only got through Soul Society, and we kind of stopped. We kind of um, running around a little mm. ways into Orankar. car. Yeah. So mm. I finished. So I was like, "Well, I'll finish it. I don't want to leave it on hold forever." And because uh, I always had the intention of watching Big Three. Yeah. And so the end of 2020, I was like, "Okay, uh, I finished Bleach. Let's watch Naruto next because <laughs> uh, it's the next longest." I'd, yep. And so I did two episodes a day of that and finished it in the end of 2021. That's about a year, yeah. And I loved it so much I wrote 50,000 words about it.
1: 50,000. So is that 50,000 split across those three videos?
2: It ended up being less than that because I cut two sections. Okay. Yeah. Um
1: still a lot.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> four and a half and like four and a half hours. Um yeah. but that and then yeah, and then beginning of 2022, uh I was like, "All right, one piece time." And I was thankful. I was actually really happy that uh my roommate I caught him, basically, so he had not seen One Piece either, and he, I was sitting in our, we were in our living room, watched, we just watched the ball drop, and I'm like, all right, I'm starting One Piece. And I, I, <laughs>
1: was, that, was that your New Year's resolution? Yeah, it basically? was. I was
2: going to watch all of One, I was going to catch up by the end of the year, Yeah, and um, like watching three episodes a day, and uh, I pull up episode one, and it's going, and my roommate's sitting right next to me, and he's like, Sigh. what was it, three episodes a day? <laughs> oh, all right <laughs> and uh, and then he ended up catching up sooner than me
1: oh really okay yeah we he both really loved it, it to shit
2: oh my god that's typically how
0: it works typically the person that shows the other person gets into it more than
1: yeah it's always a weird thing that happens yeah
2: yeah but i mean neither of us had seen it and everything and we were like well we like it and um i'm you know what i i was very grateful that I watched it in the order I did, mm-hmm. like Bleach the Naruto and One Piece, because then I was able to enjoy all three of them. Because if I watched it the other way, I'd be like, yeah, but this is You're, you're still
1: stuck on One Piece. <laughs> you can't start something else. Yeah, that's probably the order I would go in as well. Yeah. Although I guess now with that, like with um, Thousand Year Blood War, Bleach is now ongoing again, so. Yeah,
2: I mean, it'll, it'll wrap up soon enough. I mean, I haven't seen the first core of it yet. I said I would. I would watch, I said I would watch it like as the core is finished.
0: And I mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet. Have you read One Piece or are you just watching it?
2: Um, so I watched it and then when a certain moment happened in Wano, so like I had been on the pulse with One Piece for years. I knew generally what was happening. I had experienced a lot of it through osmosis, and I had like a really close friend in college that would tell me everything about it. So I was able to enjoy it at a safe (laughs) distance. Yeah, so like I knew a lot about it, and then this certain very long arc that appeared for four years or whatever finished. And I had a feeling it would finish. And I also had a feeling that when this arc would finish, it was going to be Final Saga. Mm. And turns out I was right. So I have actually been caught up and been reading it weekly since Egghead. Right, right. Since like the start of this new arc. Just because uh, Twitter knows that I like One Piece and shows me trends of who, if there's a character trending on the side, it's like, oh, that's the that's who the big character is in this chapter or whatever so I didn't want to be spoiled to one piece through Twitter is the reason so that's kind of the reason I've been reading it but for the but other than that I love watching it I do think it's the superior method mm. I would make an argument at some point you know in the future but I have started re I have started reading it and I'm collecting it I'm not just like reading it online
1: okay so you're buying like the volumes. I'm collecting the volumes yeah, yeah and actually, I also gotcha.
2: don't, I'm very particular didn't want to buy the big 50 volume boxes. Because I knew I would just buy them and they would stay on the shelf.
1: <laughs> yeah. How many volumes is it at now? 105? Mm-hmm. 103? Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a lot of books. It is.
0: It is, it is interesting that you have that opinion, though. Because typically it's the reverse, right? It's the Usually other way it's... around. Yeah. Which... I'm kind of in line with because like what I haven't granted. I've never given the anime a fair shake because like, I've never sat down and be like, I'm going to watch One Piece. I just was reading it.
2: Yeah, you read the entire time.
0: Yeah, so I'm mm. I'm only caught up past the time skip, past, okay. like after the mermaid arc. Like I, for context, I don't know. I haven't read to Don Flamingo even yet, sure. so I'm I'm pretty behind. That's fine. But One Piece is one of those where it's like I just will binge it. At some point when I just feel like it and then I'll just let it sit for years.
2: (laughs) Right. Well, that's what they think with me too. And, you know, I've known I know mutuals that have been caught up and have been fans with it for years or decades at this point. And I I can sense the cynicism or just the kind of the running aground and losing falling kind of falling out of love with it. Yeah. But I imagine I, I don't know if you still remember or have feelings when like of how much you or where it is for your favorites and stuff like that. But like it's the kind of show that like you get obsessed about and then if you you know if you let it kind of linger or whatever it cools down yeah you know yeah
0: that 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 was a lot of like those long-running shows like especially back in the day of course specifically for me that would have been naruto yeah
2: I, i knew that was about with for naruto for a lot of people absolutely and that's part of the reason i really liked the reappraisal of it and seeing that happen, because I was kind of equally cynic- cynical about it, like secondhand. Right. Cause you know, I would hear all about this, like complaining and stuff. and like, wow, it just sounds like a rough time, <laughs> you know? And I, I just wouldn't be interested in it. And it's really interesting seeing the reappraisal and seeing people revisit it and, and approach it and be like, wow, this is really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's def- definitely interesting. Like going back and looking at it. Cause like my de- feelings have definitely changed on it. In the sense of, like, I don't think my opinion of the show is necessarily changed. There are definitely things I appreciate more than I did. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But I don't think it's necessarily, like, a great show. But my feelings of it have generally changed. Because, like, I was very negative on the series, what, like, ten years ago. Yeah. And I'll probably play devil's advocate a little bit for, like, that time period. Sure. Because, like, I mean, other than the more understandable part of, like... You know, you're reading it week to week. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of a slog. It can become kind of a slog at points when you're like waiting each week and so little happens and you're like, oh my God, okay.
2: Yeah, but any, I feel like any of any th- series could feel that way. You know? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Anything that's, even the stuff that's good. I would say even like I, the one, the series that I've been caught up on for years at this point, um, that I could have a kind of a, a similar vouching for uh, is Kaiji. Mm. Actually,
0: Kaiji Nakagi. Both yeah. seem like they yeah, could Kagi have that. Yeah, Kagi was probably even rougher. <laughs>
2: yeah. The 20-year
0: game of The same game, right.
2: <laughs> uh but at um, least that one like, I don't know. There's something really admirable about that.
0: Just dedicated, being so dedicated to one gig and of it's Mahjong. it's
2: the same <laughs> rival. It's the same dynamic of Akagi versus Washizu and the other two players in the game. And you just get really attached to them. You know, it, it's just, it's like it
0: circles around know. from being annoying to being like impressive because <laughs> he's <Yeah>. still going.
2: <laughs> and you know, I can imagine the authors are also thinking very big picture too. Yeah, because they can. Yeah. Think it's like yeah, maybe this isn't the most exciting thing and it is an individual chapter. They try to make it interesting. You know, that's part of it. They should make it interesting every chapter. But I can also imagine them being like, I really imagine this very long game and all this different stuff happens. Yeah. You know, and also like maybe at least in the case with Fukumoto and Akagi, maybe he was thinking it was like, I have all these ideas that I want to express in this setting with these characters. And he's realizing that, like, the, the most ideal scenario is to have it with against Washizu. Mm. And it wouldn't make sense in the story that they fight again after this. So it has to be in this game. And he keeps coming with that And It's like, oh, well, it works best with Washizu, et cetera, et cetera.
0: I think like that era of like Naruto One Piece, like I think they that era kind of changed like how they kind of approach writing manga. Yes. Because like with Oda, you see like he definitely has a much grander scope in mind when you compare. Yeah. Like his writing to you know Togashi and like Yu Yu Hakusho, yes. Like Yu, Yu Hakusho was very or, inf- or Toriyama, yeah. Like Yu, Yu Hakusho was very notorious about like he wanted kind of out at some point, and like he just felt like he had to keep writing
2: it, and then editors, he just eventually just quit. Pushed them to keep going,
0: yeah. And you saw that probably a lot with like I feel like I was have I don't, I haven't really read into Fist of North mm-hmm. Star. Yeah, but I feel like that probably happened. That too had
2: to have happened with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not. I didn't read the end. I didn't read past it either. I've only watched the anime for First of the North Star. I Loved it, and I do think that's the proper way to end it. And uh, I wasn't really interested in, re- in watching Fist of the North Star Two with the time skip and everything because, yeah. it's like, okay, but who does he fight? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Row <Road to> Electric. <laughs> Who's Google? better than Rao? Like, that's the guy you
0: Know, I guess he had the same sentiment because he just fights Rao again, except it's not Rao. <laughs>
2: That's the thing, you know, it's just Rao again. It's like, no, oh, come
0: on, but not like even so. The part I feel like I had to pay devil's advocate for a bit mm-hmm. is like the context of like what Naruto was back in say 2006 to 2012 kind of range. Yeah, like it was like a huge series in the West, mm-hmm. and it oftentimes like really curb discussions for stuff sure. so like you, i i would imagine a large portion of the movement for like the negative kind of outcry against naruto probably did come from like uh 4chan where that oh, was sure. like their thing where they like just shit on anybody that talked about naruto because it was like they didn't want that kind of infesting the discussion i guess you could put it yes so it was like just discouraged them from even talking about it and that probably had long kind of overarching effects, where you even saw that like later on, till like way into twenty sixteen, where people still kind of had that mentality from stemming from back to that.
1: Yeah. Well, even more like recently, like when Black Clover first started airing, everyone was fucking shitting on it yes. like, "This is so antiquated. Why? Why do we have a series like this?" And, and shit. When did when did Black Clover start? Was it twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen? Yeah. So, but nowadays, I feel like. People have really just uh come around on it, and anyone I talk to about it who's like either caught up with it or seen the anime they're like, yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty good
2: it's fun it's fun and that's what these stories are supposed to be for at the yeah. end of the day yeah you know and it's sort of like I think it's I kind of, it was sort of growing out of an angst that this mm. or this this very uh high level of cynicism. That came with being an anime fan, because mm-hmm. you know you're embarrassed about the fan service or ecchi and the kind of its uh, seedy history, or it's you know it's kind of in all these different titles and stuff, and it, it, you you have this kind of feeling of embarrassment that it's it's all this porn or it's, it's yeah it's stuff or whatever. Right. No, it's more than that. Uh, but the ones that get more post popular are like these really cutesy or um, formulaic or formulaic on the surface. Yeah, because it's like oh ninjas, it's popular. What you were saying um, reminds me of the anime encyclopedia, the way they were talking about it in, at this, in the third edition. The, uh, they published the second dis- edition in like 2006, right. so I'm, I don't own that, that edition, but I have the third edition here, and I'm assuming they, they haven't really changed that much. So, um, but they say, like, to reach this goal of becoming Hokage, he has to travel, train, study, and fight many opponents, making enemies and allies along the way. This sets up an ongoing tournament slash fight scenario with multiple <laughs> opportunities to introduce new characters. As with Dragon Ball and Hattori the Ninja, this proved this proved hugely popular. Like
0: they basically just watched the shooting an exam. I mean,
2: yeah, okay, but you're not really getting it.
1: It's like it's like when people when people say like My Hero Academia is just tournament arcs, and I'm like, there's one tournament arc. <laughs> right there's one so
0: i guess that yeah. kind of i guess like what how what does that say about like the anime community though i guess that i
2: do think that we are steeped in a lot of irony and insecurity yeah and cover that up with a sense of elitism and mm-hmm. um i don't know we just have this like insecurity about ourselves and it doesn't help that like a lot of us are very self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of like the, the the book that I'm reading with this anime encyclopedia, I'm reading all of it. There is a deep level of of cynicism towards fans. Or like the people who like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I that mean. Anime and, is trash, um, and
0: so am I. Kind of. Thing. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, that that was a little evolution of that to try to. That, that was at least Gigex, I think, way of kind of pushing back against this like us versus them dynamic. You know, we're the cultured fans that like ergo proxy and Avan Kellian. <laughs> or lane or whatever uh and not these harem moe crappy you know what i mean yeah and it's it's the trash is so am i thing i i would say that like it's an embracing it's an acknowledgement of that but in a way that's like i am i am at peace with that and, and but it is still self-deprecating right yeah and that's why we don't like that that quote either it's also very you know memified and yeah and, doesn't really say much at this point.
0: So I guess that kind of touches on like an interesting since you're here, we'll talk about tube a little bit since that's that's mm, a sure. It's a general shared interest. Contractually
1: obligated? Yeah, but you're
2: contractually obligated at this point. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we're and I I was talking about it earlier with uh with a friend of mine, we were having a Discord call and he asked me um about digest and whether I'd uh, continue it. And um I I I've, I've made it so that I I never want to just stop one day and just never warn any and it just trails off or whatever. I never really like that about stuff like this. Yeah. And so I've made it like a point about the anniversaries, which is the end of August is when I started digest every year that it passes. I'm like, am I doing another year of digest? Yes or no. And um At the moment, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs with digest and like dry weeks and whatever, or I'm not feeling it, or yeah. And currently I'm in a down point with it where I'm just like, sure. You know. Um, but I might feel even I might feel better about it by the time uh this August thing comes around and I'll be like, Yeah, I'll do another year. But at the moment it is feeling like this might be might i might not do it uh, another
1: year it's one of those things where content creator you're you're punished for deviating too much as a content creator on youtube so unless you have like a a continual stream of new content creators coming into the fold coming up it's going to be hard to be like to like have something new to say because it's like oh Gigak released a new video scamboli released a new video it's exactly what I would have expected from these content <laughs> yeah. creators. What do, yeah. what what, what, do, what new do I have to say about this? Or am I just mm-hmm. going to start being like a broken record, basically?
2: That's true. I don't know if I was necessarily worried about sounding redundant so much as I, I felt bad that like the new, the new people coming up, I um, don't have much to say about because they just, you know, I, I try some of their videos and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really have anything yeah. to say about them. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, you're right. I do kind of keep getting beating the same horses. You know, another week shitting on at the Sage, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, but I'm not necessarily te- tired about that, but I'm just more disheartened about, like, you know, my efforts don't seem to have brought us any closer to each other. The discussion isn't as robust or active. The community is, is um, I feel it's, it's declining. There aren't as many people making videos, or a lot of people have stopped.
1: People have like moved to like TikTok, basically. I think that's like the new frontier in a lot of ways for this sort sure, of content. Or Twitch. Twitch, yeah.
2: I was seeing. Um, I keep bringing this up, but like with to other people, but like, I saw a Shane Dawson video a couple months ago. It was his last um, collaboration with Jeffrey Star, where they were catching up after they both got canceled to death, <laughs> mm. and uh, and Jeffrey talks about how he retired from YouTube um, because nobody was really watching anymore and it wasn't as much of a oh yeah because you got canceled stupid but no it was it was a genuine like ex- like so many streaming sites popped up during the pandemic streaming yeah. blew up tiktok blew up it's just completely like, media is completely oversaturated youtube is kind of a has-been broadly in a lot of ways you even. know there's still the people who, who have established their bases and risen to the top but like not to mention the amount of, I, I don't know where i saw this graph somewhere i don't remember but like the amount of people making videos on youtube it was, like, flat for, like, 10 years up to, like, 2016, 2017. And then somewhere 2019 or so, completely skyrocketed. Huh. There's so many of us now. Well,
0: we're guilty know. of that. We, we joined around that. <laughs> I but guess, well, yeah. yeah. We'll,
2: there's a lot of, uh, and, and not to mention people starting different channels and stuff. Yeah, and sure. Just whatever. It's just become way more active. And so... Views ain't what they used to be. <laughs> it, it's, well, it's it's kind
0: of ironic in a way because it's like you want more of like a conversation. But the more content is being produced, the harder it is for that content to be like stand out. Yeah. And so like it's like this kind of Ouroboros where like you're putting out content, but so is everyone else. And so it's like, you're almost like crabs in a bucket, like pulling each other down. <laughs> like,
2: well, yeah. Well, it's, it's competition. We're each yeah. other's competition. But I hate that. You know that I was talking. I mentioned I made an observation to Cynical, I think, where he uh, hasn't uploaded a video in the co- in like two months or something, and YouTube's telling him is like, "Yeah, this boat for seventy days. Hey, what's uh, what's going on?" Yeah, it, yeah.
1: YouTube doing shit like, hey,
2: like that. You, yeah. Can you not? Can, can you, you not, like, not remind <laughs> me? Fucking force me? Excuse <laughs> you. You know. Um, yeah, I know. Right, right. Like I'm not stupid. Yeah, I know that. But like. Um, it's because they've designed the the platform for the people that want to make it their career, do and like really make progress to like make it sustainable monetarily, and that's great for them. And they love that system. They hate it, but they also use it and, and rely on it and everything. Um, but then there's some of us that just don't want to make this our job. You know, yeah. I I don't want to make YouTube my income, my main source oh. of income, when it can go poof any moment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. For any reason, basically. When, like, a any Supreme reason, Court basically. ruling can
2: just remove algorithms altogether, and then we're all fucked?
0: Like, I think me and Cy are both at the boat where we're like, yeah, basically any money we might make would just basically go back into the channel just to make yeah, better content and give us re- more yeah, access.
2: The only reason we would want to make money, and my channel's not monetized either, but, like, I'm considering, or I, I've, I've been strongly considering how I'm going to be letting my contract, uh, when it renews at the end of the year for my second job, I'm not going to renew it. I'm going to try to do just YouTube and and discotheque hmm. and try to actually make YouTube a little more viable monetarily. And that is only because I want to do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, and I can't do it if I have another job.
1: <laughs> that's that's We've it. We talked about this, Mumi and I. I just like, how can we facilitate putting out more content? Not like out of like a cynical sense of. We need a channel to go, but it's like, we have a lot of things that we want to talk about, but not enough time to put out like something of quality where we're talking about it. You have a full time job. I work
0: overtime at a full time job. Right. We can't like between the two of us. We can't. It's hard for us to find the time to put like me that uh, the Shobaku video I put out. Yeah. That took me four weeks. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Coming home editing after I got like for maybe two hours of the day. And then going to bed, waking up next day, going to work and do it like, and then on my weekends, I would sacrifice like a full I day. I basically
2: had this one video that's like six minutes that I'm going to release soon that I pretty much put, I, I didn't put it all together in one day, but like it, mo- it, like 80% one day. And I still haven't put it out because I still want to do edits and revisions to it, but mm-hmm. I haven't gotten back to it because I've been working on closed captions for this release Yeah. and uh, it takes me like an hour to do one episode and it's- 50 episodes so oh yeah and so i've just been doing that all week yeah so i haven't touched that video at all and like it sounds like i worked on it for how many weeks and no it's because i'm doing other things
1: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it's there's also just like an opportunity cost associated with where it's like okay moomy are we going to spend a day editing uh, for a couple hours or are we going to like watch anime (laughs) yeah research what yeah? What do you what do you want to do? What do you want to do today? And it's always yeah. like I don't, it sucks that that trade off has to exist.
2: It does, yeah. And so it's like with digest, um, I just uh, it's tough because we're all we're still an island, but I think that's part pi- by part by design for YouTube because YouTube you know has made it a competition. So it's, it's, I mean,
0: it sucks because like there's even content that I would be interested in that I can't like I me and Sai like in our free time we'll just be sitting on a call or something mm-hmm. and yep. we'll just go and just search like anime content. like us see if we can find anything reviews, interesting.
2: YouTube anime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just sort by date, whatever is the newest upload. Wow. We just, we'll scroll down and just try to find like people just I know Kobe stuff out not. into the void.
2: Kobe found these insane people. Just, oh, like, we fa- these, oh. Like, oh, oh there are
1: some so interesting funny. characters we have found.
2: <laughs> oh man. who? <Did laughs> <find>, <laughs>
1: you do find some interesting stuff that way um you do you sense some some of it's good some of it is completely baffling a lot of it a lot of it it. (laughs)
0: yeah but even like doing that like there's so much that you like that you would be interested in you can't find like i didn't Mm -hmm. know um that there was a podcast by what the what called the weeb Weeb club i didn't know that (laughs) Until someone joined, it was like, Hey, I listened to your podcast after I ran out of the Weeb Club to listen to. I was like, What the fuck's the Weeb
1: Club? <laughs> what the fuck is the Weeb Club? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> and
0: it's like, How do you, like, how do you, like, how are you supposed to expect it to be find this shit? Damn. Like, If yeah. somebody who goes and looks for podcasts by upload date and just scrolls through cannot find something, how is anybody? Like,
2: yeah, helps. exactly. It doesn't help that a fucking YouTube search is dog shit. Oh yeah, yeah. If it doesn't yeah. come up in the first five results. It's just going to give you like, "Turn this video." I just watched that YouTube.
1: It's like, yeah, oh, for you. People also search. search, and it's like, I don't care. Yeah, I really—that's not why I'm doing this. I don't no. care.
2: <laughs> Please be pragmatic in my search. I wouldn't be using this function otherwise. I'd use your yeah. algorithm for like homepage or whatever. If you yeah. Want to give me videos, yeah, exactly. Don't put it
0: here. It is very disheartening, like from a community perspective. Because, like, obviously, you you put stuff out there because you want to improve, like, the discussion, right? Like, you want to put your perspective out there, let someone evolve off of your perspective, and, you know, see where they can go with it, and maybe you get something out of what they're saying. And you can't really do that when, like, no one's able to find each other, no one's really... Like, I was asking Saidi the other day, I think, like, how many people have really, like, taken off in this sphere... In the last like three years, like you have uh Scamboli, I guess. Um, you yeah, have MB
2: Perry, but he's more of a meme thing. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: a lot, that's what that's the thing. A lot of a lot of videos like in the anime sphere that are getting popular now are just kind of like giga, they're not personalities, An- yeah. They're just like kind of more comedy stuff, which is fine, but it just sucks when that's all that It's really kind of getting pushed out there, yeah. I mean, and you do also- get um.
2: It's also just spooky because there's so many of them that just aren't very personality based. You don't know anything about the person. And that's just because they're new. When you're a new yeah. creator, if you make your first video, you're kind of scared and you're you're withholding information about yourself, you're not being very personal. Oh, sure. And it isn't until you do it a number of times and you get familiar, you gain an audience and you get a little more comfortable do you end up kind of blossoming a little bit. I'd say Maskman is another example of a prominent mm. growth creator. But he's way more manga than anime. He actually is Anti anime. You know who else is low key anti anime and doesn't get enough shit for it? Totally not Mark. Really? And I'm not th- I, maybe I'm being a bit extremist of calling him anti anime. Um, and he'd be like, No, no, I love anime. Like, no, you don't, dude. No, you don't. <laughs> you're using anime footage for your videos because it's too hard to u- to edit manga for your videos. So you yeah, to like footage.
1: make the manga move.
2: But he's talking about the manga. Right. Anytime, anything he talks about, unless it's like, I don't even know maybe if Mob Psycho, I think he talked about the actual anime that time, but I wouldn't be surprised if he just talked about the manga instead.
1: Entirely <laughs> you know? possible.
2: I, I didn't watch them, but um, that was, he, he he's talks about it as much in his collection video. Right. So talking about like, you know, I have to choose stuff that has a manga. Yeah. And he's like, I, I do want to kind of departure a little bit and actually talk about some anime like your name. Because he actually had a really profound personal experience with your name, which is cool, and I'm interested in hearing that. I I don't think that video's come out yet, but like, and it's also because you know he's playing the game; he needs something that would actually get views.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you, I, I think you actually touched on this a bit with your Naruto video, where people don't really like value like their experience in watching stuff as much. It's always irritating to me when people kind of come about it just completely detached and they're not putting enough of like their experience into something because like that's kind of what you want to say I can get a general consensus experience from you know just reading stuff online I I can't necessarily get an individual experience like that's personal to you unless you're just kind of going out of your way to kind of express like hey yeah this is what I got out of it this is why here's reasoning and I get so much more out of that kind of stuff but
2: a review that isn't personal is effectively useless i yeah. think. because no matter how objective they make it and being like reporting on what they saw or whatever it's still their experience at the end of the day right but they don't talk about themselves and they don't talk about how it affected them they're just kind of like reporting on it very uh third person like and making and and so all of their qualitative arguments and judgment calls are still from them, right? Yeah, and they're saying that didn't work. Therefore, it won't work no matter who watches it. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. that's not something a lot of people, yeah, keep in mind when talking about stuff. Uh, so it's always like, I recently, uh, Moomy. Did you also watch that Hazel Fully Cooly video?
0: I have I not did. yet. Yeah, I did watch that. What
1: did you it, think of it, Moomy? It was fine. Like, it was fine. I'm not.
0: I'm not a f- like. <laughs> ironically, having shat on people for not being having enough of their personal experience I'm not like a fan of videos where it's just like story time I guess is the way to put it where it's just like you know like internet pit stop where it's just like uh, hey this is oh, me. Yeah. my story time blew up yeah, yeah I knew
2: him when he had a thought like a like less than 10k
0: he kind of blew up with like v- uh, video game videos too. those so sure. I don't know no, it's Sharon. hard that's hard fine. to yeah
2: yeah Patch wolf also got like where he is because he did more than just anime
0: Yeah, but I was was thinking like purely in just like the anime, like if you're just making anime content, but not like it's just it's weird coming out of the community. We talk about taste more than anything
2: returns from completely personal videos, because I get right pit stops Yu-Gi-Oh video. He really doesn't talk about Yu-Gi-Oh at all. He does a little bit. He just gives him his little commentary on how he's filled. The game has gone on recently or whatever. But the vast majority is his character journey. And Yu-Gi-Oh! is just like a piece of that. Right. But it's not really about Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: <laughs> well, it's one, of, it's one of those things where it's like, I would like someone to tell me like something that I don't know if I'm going to be watching a video That's on something. Thing. That's the thing. But when it comes to like something like Hazel's content, I like the stuff that she talks about, but it's also stuff that I'm just like i could just research this on my own yeah because mm. i and and i do I, I look into like the exact same kind of stuff she does in my off time so it's like mm-hmm. i don't know i like stuff like uh i like like joe's and like jaden's videos where it's like i never would have even thought to have like thought about it like this or it has something yeah. i would have been otherwise completely unaware of
2: and something that you can take away broadly and not just yeah and you show. can think about it in other words yeah It's a way to kind of alter your mindset about anime in a broad sense. And that's definitely how I want to turn my videos towards everything that I talk about. I want to make a broader point about the anime watching experience. That that stat that I put in my Naruto video about how an average anime fan's lifespan is 18 to 24 months. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, while that's definitely not the case for a lot of us. Yeah. 'Cause we're here. It, well, yeah. <laughs> but even just a lot, you know, a lot of people who are probably in our yeah. space in our like maybe five to six years or so, even maybe like three to three to eight, maybe. Um, yeah. I still want most of us to make it to where Helen McCarthy and Clant John Clements are, who have been mm. in this for decades. Not one decade, like over not a decade. Na- multiple. Yeah. And it's life lifelong. And to me, I'm not gonna I know. I'm I'm hopefully, you know. I'll give my piece on it, but it's like, I want to ultimately make a point of like, respect your elders. They're the ones who got us here, you know, and they've yeah. made a lot of headway. But at the same time, you know, because they were putting so much, there was so much ground to break. They can only go so deep. And now that the ground's been broken, they're older. They have other things that they're doing or, or breaking ground in different ways. Right. But they're not digging. And a lot of us aren't digging. Yeah. And so I would think what you're saying about the, about the, tell me something I don't know. It is that, like, what is the thing you want to know about this show? Exactly, it's, yeah. It's sort of what I've been thinking about the past couple of days, because I've been, th- like, with reading this encyclopedia, it's like Mal is very shallow. Yeah. And we get this, like, very, very uh, standardized understanding of all this anime. Mm-hmm. It's the title, it's the cover, maybe it's some staff, and it's what it's about. Yeah. But it's, we. what else do you want to know about it besides that? Because it's like... Because the summary doesn't really do much for me. You know, it's like, oh, I guess that's nice to know that it's about that. But the summary could be wrong or misleading. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or told in, a, in kind of a snarky, weird way. Um, like like yeah. in the anime encyclopedia. Like that is you know, what, what I'm talking about. Because the, the, the yeah. vast bulk of the book is, is plot summary. Right. Yeah. Back of the box stuff. And, but like you want to go deeper of like, okay, based on the manga, how is, the, how is it? What, it's, what is the anime's relation to that manga? Because if you say with Sally, oh, it's a volume long, it's not, ba- you want to say, you don't want to say just it's based on a manga by Mitsutari Okuyama. Yeah, that manga is one volume long and the anime is 109 episodes. Right. It's not really based on anything. <laughs> it's not the same thing. So what does it do? What does Sally, yeah. like, okay, she's a witch. What are her powers? Like, what, how do they work? You know, uh, not like the mechanisms, but like, right. you know, what are her limits and what makes them interesting? What makes yeah, the well, show Yeah, how,
1: how is that a formative work in, like, a uh, mahou shoujo-like space? Yeah,
2: how does it fit in the time? Like, what time slot did it air in? Because that, you know, with with Sally and as the whole Majoko line, Mondays at 7 p.m., um, hopefully making a video about this, uh, it created this dynasty. It, that's, it kind of laid the, this groundwork. And then other studios saw that and were like, okay, we have to have a similar trajectory where it's not just one magical girl show, it's a couple that air in the same time slot right after each other. Right. And that was the success with Piero's shows. Um, Mm. Their idol stuff was the same time slot four times in a row. And then they had like a fifth one afterwards, like way way later. And we still see that dynasty today with Toei's Precure. Right, yeah. Time slot all the way. And now it's even just the same branding. But they have it so that they can tell all sorts of different stories, but keep it sustained and everything. And I, I think it's a great success story. Of just like trial and error and um you know keeping the business afloat and i, I hate that the the i am sorry this is turning when it become when i when any when i mentioned the encyclopedia and like it, it just obsesses my mind like this is all i could i apologize if i'm hiding yeah it's anything. fine but they have this fucking similar what my one of my theories about the encyclopedia is this that like it speaks so perfectly to what a lot of fans do mm. so the fans right they have this assumption of oh it lumbered back to life like Gundam's this like zombie that keeps getting brought back and they keep getting sequels and remake the blah 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 or you know people need to put food on the table the studio you know needs to produce something this is a well-established property let's just make it you know let's just do this with it you know it's not, it, everything isn't, isn't always a cynical cash grab. Right. I think
1: that a lot of that is informed by, you look at like, well, where does like media discussion on YouTube come from? Well, it comes from people talking about American movies, basically. A lot of people, you know, you look at like stuff like uh, Dog Walker and stuff. Uh, they're talking about stuff that in a very cynical way, but the stuff they're talking about sometimes is also very cynical in and of itself. You look at like, um, like Red Letter Media talking about Jack and Jill. And people just then see that and they think, okay, well, anime is just going to be analogous to that. And it's it's not really, I don't think. No.
2: Because what you're t- what they're doing there is essentialism. Yeah. They're just trying to be like, I need to I need this to make sense so that I can move on to the other thing. Okay, that's what it is. Right. And they make it this blanket decision and or it reminds them of something else and they TV tropes it. Yeah. You know, they're so media poisoned. They've just watched so much media that it's like Launch oh, just like Star Wars, or, or <laughs> this
1: is giving me Boss Baby vibes.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, come on, dude. And you know, calling things clones of each other, I keep fucking thinking about calling Digimon a Pokemon clone.
1: And it's like, that is a strange take. Do you
2: know what a clone is? It's do even just like
1: it's. If anything, it's more of a clone of like Tamagotchi pets.
2: Well, yeah, it's like just because it's a boy. Holding a mystical object, if it's a Pokeball or a Digivice, does not mean they do the same things or have a relationship to that object in the same way.
1: Exactly, yeah.
2: And it's a little, it's like, oh, come on, it's nitpicking. It's like little semantics. No. Yeah. It's the point. <laughs>
1: There are two paths you can go down in terms of being, let's say, database-minded. It's either mm. this like very cynical, rigid TV tropes kind of thing, or it's like you know the idea of like the more I watch, the more I I can learn and gleam off, and the more I end up enjoying things at the end right. of the day.
2: Because that ends up being the that that's really the point of all this stuff. We have to remember. yeah,
1: like I don't like this idea of like oh I've seen so much stuff I can no longer. I can I'm no I can no longer enjoy anything. Mm. It's
2: like oh, I've seen so many fucking... anime.
0: I can predict when the anime would be bad in the first six seconds. <laughs> and I can predict <laughs> yeah. the whole plot.
2: People yeah. unironically
0: like say that. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like
2: yeah. go outside. Well it's just very <laughs> narrow minded. It's like you it's like you're sick of it. It's Like log off.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why I don't know. I don't know how people get to that point. Cause it's like if, why are you still watching it?
1: Like mm-hmm. if you don't enjoy it, what's the point?
0: Why are you still watching,
1: or why aren't you, like, I don't know, if you want to still, like, watch it, why aren't, why are you just, like, watching, like, the the same, like, very popular, like, normie stuff? Why aren't you, like, digging deep? That's, like, what Mumi and I have, like, ended up doing, right? uh, where we're just, like, okay, well, let's try and find stuff that, like, no one is aware of in any capacity, and, you know, at least try to, like, prop that up. yeah,
2: because I'd like to see this as a completely unexplored frontier. Yeah, it's you know, people make this cynical argument of like we're too late to avoid to explore the Earth, even though you're not. It's not too. <laughs> the Earth is still very unexplored. Very unexplored. It's got it be interested in. in the ocean. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh, it's t- it's too early to explore space, which also like. Do you do you really want to explore space? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's
1: exactly it's exactly that. It's like we have access more access to anime than at any time in history. Basically, yes. we have you know so, stuff like my anime list, which act as these massive catalogs that are fairly easy to navigate, all things considered, and find different things. But no one really uses them as a as a tool for that. And it's just like well. What is this paradox? It's just come into? sitting
2: there to know, like you said, with the databasing. Yeah, these are just databases, but you're not getting substance from them. Yeah, you're getting category. You're getting the list. You're getting the i IC- And Mal does the job of anime encyclopedia much more efficiently. Yeah, because well, you know, I get it. It's a website instead of a book. Instead of a book, but the website doesn't necessarily worry about image rights. No, like the encyclopedia has to. Yeah, so. The, the vast, the vast majority of entries don't have an image to them. In fact, the images that they do have in this book are kind of randomly scattered throughout the book, and you know, so you, you don't you wouldn't even know that this has an image somewhere in the book. Exactly. Yeah. They don't even link one to the to an image. Yeah. So it has the it actually shows you what it looks like, which gives you quite an immediate impression. To me, I get more interested or less interested in the series when I know what it looks like. You know, mm, you yeah. get that you've seen enough, where you're gonna yeah. kind of be like, that's interesting. Or it's like that looks different, or oh yeah, it's one of those.
1: It's like I don't really, f- I don't really feel like I want to watch. Like that's how like Mumi and I like go through like our seasonal anime. Basically, is that we just pull up like the seasonal list on like any chart and we go, okay, let's start with the one that airs first. We'll like read the synopsis when let's let's watch the trailer, get an idea at least of what it looks like, and be like, okay, do we want to watch this? Yes or no? And if one of us says yes, we'll usually like put it like you know put it on or like me- like take note that like okay, we'll watch the first episode of this when it comes out. Uh, and then we'll go through all the first episodes and then we'll be like, OK, what like seven shows of these do we want to continue? Mm.
2: And, you know, to me, um, I did seasonals for three or four years. I, I trailed off a bit in 2018, but I still watched a lot of seasonals from 2018. Mm. But it was because I went into this program, uh, AmeriCorps, that I didn't have very reliable access to Internet that mm. I, okay, I couldn't.
1: I, I mean, that makes sense if you're doing an AmeriCorps program.
2: Well, yeah, so it's like I couldn't really follow the seasonals. I would follow Twitter. Yeah. I knew they were happening. Okay. But like, yeah, but I couldn't really um, follow them the same way. So I ended up downloading a ton of stuff. And that was when I really went deep in a backlog type of thing and really. Right. Creating a plan for myself of like watch plans and watching things grouped together. Like uh, the first I called them. I used to call them quads. I don't really do this anymore because I realized the, the flaw with quads is that when you watch four things of the same length in kind of a similar tone of each other. One of them is going to be the best one, or maybe maybe three of them are really good, but there's usually one stinker
1: Mm -hmm. or not
2: even a stinker really, but just the one you didn't really like as much. Okay. And because of that pull with you're really liking these other shows, but you also have to watch this other one along with them. You end up not liking that show as much as you might would have.
1: That's that's interesting.
2: And so that was with me with Utna fell into that. Mm. I watched it with Nana, dear brother, and Full Moon Shigashte. Yeah,
0: it's not really like those shows. No, <laughs> not,
2: well, it's tone-wise, they're all girl-centric and kind of romancy and simple. Like that was in my head. I get the yeah. different shows. One's magical yeah. girls. Two of them. Not well, I'm saying like really I
0: can see why those three in particular would separate themselves from Utena. because like Utena is very different than the other three. <laughs>
2: I mean, not. I guess I think it's different because it's way more formulaic. Mm. It literally just like recycles. It's it's like story structure three times. Right. You know, whereas Dear Brother, same length. I wouldn't say it's like as not as super dramatic, you know, and full moon has comedy like, and also kind of dramatic, you know, like in terms of tone and the physical feeling of watching Utna, I don't think they were that different, but I think it was because Utna. I was, I was misled because I had this idea of being like, okay, I know that the first arc has these battles, sure. And then the second arc is kind of this middle weird one that gets kind of, kind of weird. And the third one, I don't even know anything about. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do. Oh, it gets really crazy and good and stuff. And I got so crushed that <laughs> the second arc, I'm sorry, like mild spoilers for it now. The second arc just kind of becomes a dream None of them remember it and doesn't make any impact. So I'm just like, okay. And then the third act, the third chunk of the show, they just do the duels again with the same characters, Hmm. obviously with some, you know, some tweaks. It's not completely, I'm not not saying it's the same thing, but like, I got really bummed from that. I was like, come on, you know, and thankfully though, loved the movie to pit, to bits, love the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Love the anime Utana movie, God, it's amazing, um and I do want to rewatch now but that's the same thing where I would just there would be one show that like I should have liked that more. I felt I feel bad that I don't like it as much as I do. Like um Aria the animation is another one. Oh. because um, I watched that with Remy, Mushishi, and Akagi Noan. Mm. I know it's like well you know it. it I had, a, I had an internal logic. I had this thing about it. But, it made um, sense in your head. <laughs> exactly. And it then it's internal. It didn't have to make sense or whatever. Yeah, so I ended up... But doing that format and, and everything led me to kind of go away from seasonals and, and just kind of picking shows um, based on like, oh, did I watch the first episode? Did I like it? Do I want to keep going? I'm, I'm a freak that doesn't drop anything. So I, when I choose to watch something, I'm making a very educated dedicated decision and i'm like yes i think i will watch all this all the way through and enjoy it yes and sometimes i do not I'm want to watch something i but... think
1: i might hate because i'm going to be stuck with it and that would really <laughs> suck
2: exactly
0: yes. well it's interesting that you talked about like the health like your health of like an anime fan like keeping up with it kind of helps keep you into the fandom because like I feel like seasonals for me have been that
2: yeah of course it's been that for a lot of people
0: yeah like times in my life where I've kind of stopped watching as many seasonals like I found myself kind of it's I found it harder to watch anime because you're just not in that mindset like you're not keeping up with the show week to week
2: you don't have a show every week like if there's a show this on tuesdays this on wednesdays this on thursdays etc exactly
0: yeah Yeah. and a lot a lot of the time like if i watch something like that week if i watch on tuesday or something i'll end up watching a couple of episodes of something else i want to watch and it Mm -hmm. kind of just keeps that desire lubricated i guess
2: (laughs) oh yeah yeah lubricated is a good word for it of course (laughs) because it's an it's a muscle it's like anything it's like video editing oh yeah if you don't do it for long enough you i i felt myself getting rusty last year Mm. because i i went from like february to october not touching the shit and it was awful (laughs) and i felt so unexercised and like yeah 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 it's 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 like going it to the
1: gym, you know. You gotta you gotta yes. build up a routine. Yep. Yeah, watching anime is definitely comparable to going to the gym. <laughs> going to the gym, yeah. Where do you work out? <laughs>
2: right. Well, what have you been working out with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is it? What have you been using to kind of maintain this? And it could be a particular show, or it could be a method like we were talking about. It yeah. could Also, be with an individual. I think with you two, yeah. right? With like, you're using this kind of relationship and this 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 platform you you created. To be like, you know, I've always wanted to watch this thing, but it's never had the excuse or the, 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 yeah, yeah, I think intention. I think the other day it. I
1: was just like, hey, Mumi, we should watch Zai Pang. Yeah. <laughs> If only because I think no one's really talked about it. It sounds interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Half of them have just been like, Sai, you need to watch this because I want to talk about yeah,
2: it. Yeah, right.
1: And then I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll fucking get to that. I'll watch
0: Kimaguri Orange Road eventually. Uh-huh. I put, I put a gun to his head to watch fucking Baku. I was like, we're talking so about bako. this shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. You're coming with me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: Um. But it's one of those things as well where I think um it's 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 interesting for me because a lot of the anime I watch nowadays is like I'm watching with someone else. It's a group watch or I. It's like um we have like a roulette system. Yeah. In our server where uh, you're basically like kind of like put into a position where you're kind of like forced to watch something, and that's it's it's kind of hard now for me to like go back to just watching anime of my own accord because i enjoy mm-hmm. watching it with someone else so much because more A
2: cultural not a cultural a social habit there's yeah, yeah 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 i wouldn't be it would i found it difficult i was behind i've, I've been watching tokusatsu with my roommates um mm-hmm. for over two years now um and i don't talk about it at all it's like i it, i found a hobby that i won't make into content and, and, oh. and i won't talk about it online and it's, like, it's not my personality <laughs> it's a thing that i do you know the thing that I do. It's nice, but like I was behind at one point because uh, I was at camp or whatever, and so I had to watch some episodes on my own to catch up, and it was a lot harder. Mm. I I, was, I still liked it. Don't be wrong, but it was it was different. It wasn't the It's same. out of
0: your it's out of your routine. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. Well, that's something I'd like to like build back up again. Is like a a routine of like this is I'm going to set aside. An hour and a half, an hour to an hour and a half a day to just watch stuff that I need to watch. I've been doing that kind of with. Um, I made it my New Year's resolution, and this was a terrible idea. <laughs> and I have not really done it. But I was my New Year's resolution was I wanted to watch one movie every day. Ooh, I haven't really yeah. watched one movie every day, but I've watched significantly more movies than I do. Yeah, of course. Ranted. A lot of them are just like garbage Netflix teen movies because they're easy to put on. I can like watch them and hang out with people and be like, this is all, yeah. You put them on and I'm like,
0: I could be watching anime right now. We could be be doing something else right
1: now. But it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to like build up a routine. It's still hard though for me to like sit down and like, I'm going to watch a movie on my own. In my own, I'm going to watch like, I'm going to go on archive.org. I'm going to find a rant, like a movie that looks really interesting. Some like esoteric foreign film. I'm gonna watch. What was the one when I found it? Like something called Children of Hiroshima, a movie mm. I've never heard of. I don't think anyone ever has. But I was like, I want to watch this. Haven't watched it because I can't right. watch. It's hard to watch stuff outside of a, like a group setting.
0: Well, mm. I think it speaks to like the communal aspect of like watching shows. That's right. Because like that's that was a large part of what got me into watching seasonals back in like 2013, 2014. Right was getting to like experience the anime of the year discussion the anime of the mm-hmm. season kind of thing where you're talking about which of the best shows of the season finding right. shows that you might have missed talking and then being entrenched in that group for that season where you're like I remember watching Wi sauce like that was a fucking ride everyone' was like yo what's gonna happen this week and like it was it's kind of was capturing that an element of like that communal aspect I got from well tie it there's a transition? Wait for it. When I was <laughs> when I was like twelve years old, and was like really entrenched in Naruto.
2: I was thinking that. I was just thinking when you were when you were going there. I was like, he's gonna bring it back to Naruto. Let's fucking go. <laughs> there we man. go. We
1: brought it, it. We it brought back. it full circle. Let's get back full to circle. the topic of this episode.
0: Yeah, but yeah, like Naruto is so like it, like married to that time period for me because like I read it week to week from about two thousand five, maybe two thousand four. I'm not exactly sure of the date. It would have been.
2: Let's say December two thousand four.
0: Yeah, it was when Jiraiya was training. Like it, they just—I think the chap- first chapter I read was Ibizu had just stopped training Naruto and it was like moved to Drya. So from that chapter, all the way till it ended in twenty fifteen, I read it week to week. Yeah. Even when I wasn't even into anime anymore, right? <laughs> like for all of high school, I didn't watch anime. I didn't read anything or anything like that. I just read Naruto. But that was
2: just the thing you did. Yeah, because
0: it was like. Well, I've read it this long. I might as well just see where it goes and how it ends. Sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeesh. Yeah. So, like, I
0: read it for what is that? At least ten years. Mm. Just based on like that sunk cost fallacy kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I hear you. And that, you know, I that's that's tough, you know, because I I never really want a series like that to be like that for me. I'm ter- I'm I'm kind of scared of that personally, just because it's it. I guess it, you know the the closest experience that I can actually think of that's like that for me is fucking bionicle of all things. Hell yeah. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah. I know Um, exactly what you're talking about. You're right. Because there was an actual narrative to that one. There was. You know? And um, unfortunately it did kind of just keep going. And it was like, where where are we going? Yeah. (laughs) And it's unfortunate because none of us really knew that it would end in 2010 or 2009. No. And so we didn't necessarily, we were like, oh, hey, let's go. On. It's a popular series. All of us. I remember just like, I was on the B- the bionicle forums. This is like the only, people talk about being on the forums back in the day or blah, blah, blah. I, this is the only forum I can relate to. I don't know. Why. <laughs> because I was just that <laughs> the bionicle forum. Just, just that. It's great. Because I was in in the fucking bionicle forums, reading fan comics of people's mm. OCs. We didn't call them OCs back then. But they, <laughs> you know, yeah. And um, their own like they would make these sprite movies. Um, there was an entire feature length fucking movie, and that was the first time I ever heard "Duel of the Fates." <laughs> I oh. didn't know that was from Star Wars.
1: <laughs> oh, that 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 would have been yeah, life changing. Yeah. <laughs> it was
2: because they used that and like some Lord of the Rings music huh. and shit. I hadn't heard, I hadn't seen these movies yet or whatever. Right. Ah, uh, and um, there you go. like being used in MS Paint and shit like that. No, so it was sort of like. You fell out of love with it because it's sort of like, yeah, you know, the thing that was we're making it just kind of keeps going and it's fun. But you know, you keep thinking of the future, thinking kind of like, oh, what if they try this or go this direction? And I'm sure they're thinking of that too. But there is a reality to this, you know, like, okay, what are the sets? Okay, what's the tangibility of this? What can we feasibly accomplish? Because it's easy for a fan to fantasize. And to think of oh what if this character fought this character or this happened or this ha- what if it's this with theories and stuff like that it becomes very big, but there's a tangible grounded story that has to be made that one mostly yeah. one guy he has assistants but mostly one guy is drawing and is contractually obligated to do twenty pages a week for yeah and he has to fill yeah. all twenty of those pages no more no yeah. less right
1: I was it's funny too because um with something like One Piece from I remember hearing, like, a story where it was, like, Oda used to watch, like, One Piece videos on YouTube, like, prediction videos, but he had to stop because yeah. they would get some stuff correct, and he felt like he would need to, like, course correct in order for that not to happen. So he just doesn't do it anymore. Yeah,
2: and he would, um, he told, he was like, Jesus, if I did, if I knew the internet was going to be a thing when I started, I wouldn't have dropped all these hints. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have done this foreshadowing shit, which is, which is something that we commend him for. This is something we love about Oda that he's like, oh my God, this character in the first volume, that's like a background character. um, Is it, is he has a connection to Wano or whatever? It's like Mm -hmm. a lot of this is just like, oh, that just, he just happened. It's very easy to make these loopbacks because he has the material like, right. It'd be funny if I made this connection. Or what if it was like this, you know? Yeah. Um right. not all of this is planned. But some of it but is. But still, it, it, that's the only comfort I have with One Piece and the reason I'm I'm confident about it is that I know and it's it seems that it's a thing that like Oda has had the final chapter in mind this whole time. Mm. He knows where it where it goes. He knows how it ends. He's told his ed- Every time he gets a new editor, he tells them the entire story of One Piece. Huh. And, like, Goro Taniguchi, who directed the OVA back in 98. Does he know? Oda told him the whole story, too. And he's like, fuck, huh. I know the, I know how One Piece ends, and I've known for 25 years.
1: I <laughs> have to keep silent about it. Well, I guess it's also like, uh, it better be a damn good ending, then, because, you know, that's what people were saying about Attack on Titan, and look how that panned out.
0: Well, he, he, was, yeah. he was on record of saying, like, he had to change it because of how popular it got like he had an ending in mind specifically and then like the due to the popularity he made a lot of changes so like um yeah uh, what's her name the the potato girl sasha 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 yeah like she was supposed to die in that one chapter and then but due to her popularity she, he saved her essentially yeah so like well, there's yep, been a popularity. lot of
2: popularity yeah it's interesting like i wonder how shikamaru as a character would have been if he wasn't so popular yeah <laughs>
0: But how did you, how much research did you do on like Naruto? Like after you finished re- reading and watching it, like did you look into like the oh, like editors the, the, the and his stuff like that? And stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Honestly, not too much because the stuff I wanted to talk about was so. It was I only did I only did as much research as what I wanted to talk about. Right, so like it's it like, probably like, the staff okay.
0: of the anime and stuff like that. Like you, you know, right. a lot about. So I
2: sort of like with the animation, I went deep into like the credits and looked and did that sort of research and stuff. But my, my OP section, that's a very subjective, like, personal perspective on OPs and stuff. So there's no right. real research to do sure. on that. Uh, same kind of thing with filler, actually. I wasn't really going to go, I didn't really feel the urge to give a technical definition in terms of, like, what the, what, like, Hayato Date was considering was, like, okay, at this point in the story, we were here, and the da da da, 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 da. I also just didn't think Naruto necessarily wasn't the subject to do what I've, I've, th- I've had ideas about where you know the the publication date of all the Shonen Jump chapters are available. Right. Um, you yeah. can you know the ex- we know the exact date of all of these chapters, and we also know the premiere date of all these episodes. You just kind of have to look, you know, obviously look at the map. And it's like this is how far away they were at this point, and I've done that sort of thing for like Slam Dunk. I find those discussions mm. very interesting. Um, <laughs> but then it wasn't necessarily something for for Naruto that I was interested in. So I guess it was sort of like I did my research where it was warranted. You know, sure. reading the reading the manga where I needed to um looking closely at the credits and stuff like that, but it was it is interesting for such a big series like Naruto that sometimes you really don't it's very hard to glean information.
0: Part part of the reason I asked cuz like we were talking about the editors and stuff for Oda and huh the editors for kishimoto were pretty prominent um mm-hmm. his first editor at least yeah um, and that actually kind of ties into like one of my criticisms of the series sure and i think a lot of people like a lot of one of the criticisms a lot of people have i should say oh, yeah. so the criticism is like how sasuke and sakura are generally handled in mm. the series right because if if you look like if did you read the naruto pilot by any chance no because like That was more reflective of, like, Kishimo's original idea. And so what it was, was, like, Naruto was the fox. Like, he was the son of a fox demon. So Mm -hmm. he was a demon. Like, he wasn't Yeah, just a
2: demon child, yeah.
0: And then it was just basically kind of be about, like, him. And he wasn't going to have, like, it was just going to be an adventure series about Naruto as a kid. This fox kid. And an interesting little tidbit that we can touch on again later. But then, like, Hinata was actually, like, a princess or something. Sure. And so it was much like more scaled down kind of story. And then, yeah. And then like, you know, Shonen Jump came in and was like, well, that this, I think it would be good if you had a rival character and then a girl character and, you know, broaden your audience a little bit.
2: And there's a, because then there's a balance there. You look at the landscape for Jump back then, because I did the, I did a lot of research for Shonen Jump in particular, Uh not with the editors and stuff, but with the publication history and, Mm -hmm you know, my experience with those stories, I watched a lot of jump adaptations alongside Naruto at the time. So I like <laughs> to think I'm pretty well versed in the stories themselves, not necessarily in the productions. And like the. I I'm sure I could go really deep in finding all of the interviews that have been translated for with different jump editors and different jump authors and stuff like that. And uh, the reasons and stuff like that. But you know, these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do think that the, what that like that, for example, with turning Naruto into a regular person, and letting him have this relationship with the, the fox spirit instead, instead of being a fox spirit himself. It's a very basic thing, but that mm. really does make Naruto a more relatable character. You know? Yeah. I, 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 the reader, am not a demon fox spirit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. But, you know, it, it's, it's such a dumb, basic thing. And I'm not, like, criticizing the pilot. Like, that's... Right, right. I, yeah, yeah. ultimately, am a fan of where it goes and, and how he constructed it and stuff.
0: That's, that's why I was curious because, like, I know you were you seem to be quite a fan of uh, the relationship between like Naruto and Sasuke. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But the, I just was curious, like, how, like, if you'd looked into like how that was basically just conceived through uh, the editors and stuff like that. Uh, the criticism of it, though, is not to do with the fact that it's like an editorial decision. Sure, sure. It was uh, basically like the editor was co authoring Naruto up to a yeah. point. And yeah he was basically the one that was kind of dictating Naruto's so, uh, story, which mm-hmm. is why you get this like weird point where like, you know, he had hot, uh heavy and they were going to have this whole plan. And then all of a sudden, like all those characters just kind of get dropped and it's just kind of like, Oh, that's a thing. I guess that mm-hmm. was when the editor actually left. Do
2: you mean then, with the, you mean the Konoha
0: nine? No, no. Um, when Sasuke like forms the, the heavy with uh. Karen and Oh, Suigetsu. heavy. I, you mean Taka? Uh, I think it was Taka oh, and then you know, heavy. No, you're right. Have, are, yeah. you saying,
2: I thought you said heavy, like H E E Y. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, and no, heavy, yeah. you mean snake. Right. Yeah, heavy. It was heavy and then yeah, it was uh, a snake. And then Taka, Taka or Taka. Or heavy. Taka afterwards. Right. Right. No, right. So um, by that point, that's when that original editor left. And that's where it kind of fell yeah, off. Yeah, so
0: that's why like, it just kind of randomly, they're like, oh, we're going to change our team name. And then it's because he didn't really know. A whole What to do with him? So, like, he knew he had an ending in mind. Like, I know Kishimoto had, like, he kind of had the ending that, of Naruto and Sasuke fighting or whatever as the yeah, end point. Of course. But he didn't really know how to get Sasuke there from where he was because it yeah. was kind of the editor doing that. <laughs> and that's been like a lot of that's been yeah. for a lot of people of like, well, you get like Karen and Jugo and. See, I didn't have Tsugetsu. any of that knowledge
2: though, and I imagine way you found that information is the same way how all this information gets distributed all the anecdotes i've been saying about oda and one piece and stuff are from people that are super ear to the ground this is their whole personality this is like all they tweet about and sometimes they tweet kind of in random or or sporadic places like Sandman constantly is quoting like digging up these and translating all these interviews with stuff with oda and all these magazines and sbs and archer is also a similar thing where like every time a chapter comes out he's hyper analyzing it and extrapolating different things and moving things to different place, you know, and, uh, and really gleaning as much as possible. And like, Oh, do like sword gets this organization at one point, I won't really go into specifics right. Sword get this new organization gets introduced. This character has a sword tattoo. Are they a member of sword? And it's like, it's from like a, a cover page from a hundred chapters ago. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, but they you, but people use that when when you learn those information, you kind of, oh, and it informs your 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 impression of the series and stuff like that. And I'm not saying you need to be reading this or watching this stuff in a vacuum because I can't I certainly can't be like that. That's damaged or or but it's it's had an effect. It, it's had an effect of me watching one piece. And, you know, the same way.
0: That's I'll say gonna, for me, like I kind of had an issue with like, I say it's a criticism. I'm saying it like a mild way, <laughs> but sure. like I, I had an issue with like, cause it's just, they kind of seem like whatever characters, like they're introduced and you're like, okay, what are you going to do with those? I oh, agree. Okay. I,
2: I like Karen the most out of the, th- out of the three of them, but it's true. They, they really, they're accessory to Sasuke's right. mission. And I think it's like, I think it made sense for Kishimoto. It's nice that, the, you know, as somebody, when you're doing a long story and everything um, and you're dealing with 20 pages, you do have to characterize them. You'd have to give him a name and a face. Right. But there is sort of a difference between this is a character that matters. And this is a character that you just need the name and the face and their powers and stuff and don't care about them too much because they're not as important as these other characters. But they need to, in, in their fu- in their case, you know, Karin's important as a way for Sasuke to get through his fight with Donzo, uh, you know, heal up and stuff. Like, and that's a, that's a good function, but also just as physical manpower to take down Hachi. Um, to take down um, Killer Bee. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's the most that Taka does. Yeah. And that's it. That's all they have to do, you know, because he ends up not going through this plan of destroying the village. Da, 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 da. Um, It's just sort of Sasuke's entourage. And I, I guess to, I'm just logical, mental gymnastics of rationalizing it, right? And That's uh, <laughs> <you know, laughs> just what it is. But, like, I kind of like that Um, they really feel like kind of bit characters because Sasuke really doesn't, he really does operate on him on his own. Ultimately, mm-hmm. he's perfectly willing to sacrifice Karin if it means getting through Donzo. They're just accessories to him. Even his bo- boss uh, Toby Madara doesn't have that many that much loyalties to. It's just sort of a means to an end for him, right? Because he's a very lost character. And I think it, it, you know, I get that Kishi didn't know what to do with him. Or, you know, and there's this meta like uh, the author's shortcomings. Uh, as an author and maybe he's probably admitted this in interviews or whatever or it like very well could
0: be like a narrative people form because they slot like those characters were kind of nothing characters and then they read that fact of the editor leaving around next period and so they're like oh well obviously you must not know what to do with You're just them.
2: making a correlation there and right you know and i want to i don't want to be like um correlation doesn't cause causation or like what I, I <laughs> like, that, that can be a reason like that's it that's an interesting fact i don't want to dismiss it completely but i guess it's just like how I'm rationalizing how I enjoy that choice or, I, I, or that choice at the very least doesn't bother me and is, doesn't become a criticism. Just as valid as, this, as your guys' are just like, you know, this is a wasted character. And that does extend to when, especially the Ninja War, where most people get think exasperated, where all these characters are fighting each other and you don't give a shit about any yeah, of them.
0: Yeah, I don't like the
2: Ninja War. <laughs> no, of course not. You know, because there, there's so many characters that it's just like, yeah, this samurai dude and he's fighting the salamander guy, like okay. And they have a little backstory that's cute, I guess. Whatever. Have you
0: looked into the shipping wars at all of Naruto? Well, it
2: doesn't matter because they're over. Well oh, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you like you to put with Sakura.
1: I do I do remember seeing like a a very large Imgur album of just people in
2: complete
1: meltdown that Naruto got with Hinata at the end instead of Sakura. Get fucked. Just, just complete <laughs> molding. and I was like, "Wow, that is hilarious to look at."
2: That is so much reading illiteracy, media illiteracy. That's yeah, so like, much. Are you bringing that up as a transition,
0: or have you really see that?
1: What? What that album? Imager album? The Imager album. I, no, I've really. I'm, no, I've just. I've actually seen that. Why? Okay, so here's here's a little
0: known fact that it's exclusive. I haven't revealed this in public. What did you do? I made that you album. Made the Imgur album. Yeah, you made that. Hold on. I made it. That's
2: me. <laughs> okay, so, what a twist. Okay. So You just brought that up for like arbitrarily. And it's like, I, you know, I made that. I have a note on
0: it, so I was like, did you bring that up as a transition?
1: Like, what No, 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 no. <laughs> a friend I knew on real life who watched all of Naruto like posted that when he was done with it. <laughs> so I didn't make the imager album. I
0: took most of the images that are in it. Okay. okay. So the story behind it. A little before Naruto ended, we'll say. I had a friend in real life. Who got really into Naruto for some reason, and this is kind of before I got in, back into anime, and I'm like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, why are you so into this series all of a sudden?" And he got really into like Naruto and Sakura being together, oh, and I'm so sorry. he joined. <laughs> he joined the, the Naruto Sakura shipping forum, <laughs> and he was on there so much. I actually like he had me make an account and join. It's because like I was just being like Skype calls or something with these people, so I was kind of around them. I kind of knew them a little bit. Well, I, I, I've, I've been, I've said I don't really like the series. So when the series ended, and Hinata won, part of my enjoyment from the series was the Schadenfreude of yeah. watching these people melt down. That's like. Suddenly, since Sakura didn't win, suddenly the series was complete shit. And I'm just kind of like, "Well, I didn't like the series to begin with." So y'all just coming weirdly coming to this realization because something specific didn't happen at the very end is bizarre to me. And so I was kind of I was on uh, I was on A, and I've I've been vocal about how I might have killed A, but that's another story. Okay, that's another story. My Naruto excursions might have killed A. But anyway, um, so we were po- we were talking about like just people were just posting GIFs about people like the Naruto, uh, the Hinata's like, uh, your tears are delicious GIF or whatever. Like people were doing that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. And they locked, we were all laughing at these people in these forums.
3: Right. And
0: they locked them down. And so I happened to have an account because of with my friend. And so I was like, well, I'll just start posting pictures so people can still laugh at them. Right. And so I was just taking screenshots and posting them oh. because no one else can see them. And so they compiled all the images I took, which I, I was just like, I didn't intend for it to be like that. It was just like us being like, hey, w- look at these people melting down this hard over someone not getting together. To get, uh, I didn't expect for them to make an imager album. I didn't right. expect for the imager album to get spread around as much as it did. <laughs> like, so the, t- the Tumblr stuff I did not take. Okay. Uh, it's specifically all the images from like the forum where it's just like the gray and white or whatever. Those are the ones I took. So that's the majority of the album. Okay. yeah, that's that's the little known anime history of my uh, greatest contribution to the anime fandom is essentially I created the Hall of Anal Devastation meme, I guess. Small world. That was a very bizarre (laughs) way that you brought that up. That is so funny. Oh, it has
1: a fan lore wiki page.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's big. Huh. I was like, I kind of forgot about it. And then I like, I came across a podcast at one point where people mentioned it. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Because I knew they called it that. Like, I was there when they compiled the image folder, but they added to it after I stopped following right. it. Yeah. And then like, I looked it up. I'm like, what the fuck? This is... <laughs> This has like a shit ton of like people talking about it. Yeah, it was very bizarre. One hundred
1: and sixty-two thousand views.
0: Yeah, it's uh interesting. That's
1: insane. yeah. Look at that. I, yeah, I didn't even know this until right now.
3: Wow. There you go.
2: That's imp- that's incredible. Shipping is such a, a risky game because you just don't know. What's
0: funny about that is like people would point out like you know he originally had intended for Hinata and Naruto to get together at his one shot. Like that was the intention from the beginning. Right, and they were like, "Oh no, he must have changed his mind because he's there's so much, I, I remember, I remember it was the <laughs> but logic all the was evidence. like, "Yeah, yeah, the, the, the parallels was, was the evidence." It's like, sure. "Oh, there's so many parallels between Kushina and Minato oh, and Sakura wow. and Naruto,"
1: like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, it's well, it's one of those things where it's like you can just have your own headcanon. Who gives a fuck? It
2: also doesn't help that the anime definitely thought they were going to get together too. Mm. Like you look at some OPs and you're like, and and EDS, it's like, you really thought they were going to get together, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you
0: should you should have been there when it ended because it was. I would have been euphoric.
2: <laughs> it was great. Like I would have just... been fucking euphoric, dude. I
0: like I like Hinata. I'm not like super invested in like Hinata sure. and Naruto getting together, but I did like like Hinata's design in yeah. the first part. Yeah. Like I, I, she's a cute character. She's voiced she's by Nana cool. Mizuki. I don't know how you hate Nana Mizuki.
2: Exactly.
0: But like when they got together in like the the fucking raw scan releases that people oh, leaked. Of like Himawari and Boruto, people just fucking melted down. <laughs> That's so funny. That was it was a beautiful time. I like was when like Trump got like in
2: 2016.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that that almost made it worth. Man, the ten years I spent <laughs> reading this week to week, yeah. to culminate in that moment. Gosh. Speaking of shit that was very frustrating and euphoric, I want to talk
2: about. <laughs> oh, yeah, before I'm so sorry. Before you move on, I don't want to leave the waifu conversation or the shipping conversation without mentioning that it's like, yeah, I can poo poo about the shipping stuff and like, ah, don't, don't even try, don't even bother. But you're talking to a guy who is like very insistent on Am- amour shipping, a sh- was the, uh, the term, the term used for, um, Ash and, uh, Serena from Pokemon, uh,
0: very Pokemon I'm, XY.
2: And I'm not XY very literate
0: in Pokemon shipping, unfortunately,
2: <laughs> which I will, which I'll remind, you know, because people are like, oh, Ash and Misty, Ash and May, Ash and Dawn, right? Yeah. None of them kissed, though. Hmm. They, they, those two, they kissed. The but
0: Misty and Ash, they shared a bike. I'll have you know. <laughs> sure.
2: Serena <laughs> and bicycle. Ash are the only childhood friends. They literally knew each other when they were, chill- like, small children.
0: Well, Shabes, you've seen enough anime to know that that's a death sentence. That's a de- yeah, a childhood anything, a counter yeah
2: You'd think, and yet. <laughs> And yet, <laughs> and yet there's still hope they made it they, and look we're still here kind of waiting and hoping that like there's a time skip and ash you just see ash and serena ma- married with kids and shit but like you well know, like
1: they're yeah. gonna show up in the uh the new anime with because they're not like the main character
2: well yeah i don't know but we don't know where the timeline is with it looks like it's kind of in an alternate reality. i don't know who
1: knows um, we'll you know,
0: find out eventually it's probably it's
2: fine What this I don't is
0: care. This is where it's revealed Ash had kids with Misty and Shapes gets put on the next hall of anal devastation. And then, <laughs> and,
2: then I'll have the same, and then I'll have the same like baffling kind of coping thing of like, did he beat uh, Alan? What about now, all the parallels? How did, he, how did he not fucking win? How did Greninja not beat Charizard? <laughs> Just not do that. It literally didn't make sense. I'm not gonna go into it. sorry to interrupt your point what was we'll have a, we'll
0: have a
1: full Pokemon episode sometime. I don't yeah. know if I could talk about Pokemon that long. Maybe I could
2: I could. <laughs> I haven't even seen all of it and I could. I've only seen all of X, Y and Sun and Moon and then mm. i've I've absorbed the vast majority of the original Pokemon through osmosis. Mm. I do think after this magical girl thing that I've been watching this year, I'll, Pokemon will probably be the next thing I watch. But even then I'm only watching original series. I don't think I'm about bothering with advanced gen or diamond pearl.
1: Is it possible to watch the original series uh, subbed, or is only the dub available? I think, I think subbed it's been mostly
2: subbed. I think it's all subbed by now. Okay, I could be wrong. At
1: least the Porygon and Jotini episodes are subbed. I've been wanting to watch like something like Bakugan for the longest time, and it's only available in the dub. Well, the
2: dub's fine. I mean, the dub's pretty fine. fun, actually.
1: Very nostalgic.
2: I wouldn't. I wouldn't even complain watching it dubbed, to be honest. I'd be. I'd be down for it. But I think I only wouldn't be down for it because. Of the quality that it's kept in. Mm. Because I don't think the original Raws are really available. Like, I don't know if it's really been remastered or anything. It'll, but I I've seen it remastered so. and it looks gorgeous. But then, you know, the the dub is a four kids edit. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, censorship, what, blah, 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 blah. But just fundamentally, it has three commercial breaks instead of one. It doesn't have the eye catch in the middle. It has three fade the blacks. Right. I know this because this is exactly how... Digimon or Ultimate Muscle or any of these other shows are structured as and that's just to fit to American television. Yeah, right? yeah. That's it. It's not to do anything with censorship or whatever. It's just to fit the same. It's just
1: a specific like yeah. Yeah, it's just a formatting medial thing, um, yeah.
2: So then if there ever was to be a Pokemon remaster with like the the nicest possible remastered footage you could get, if you were to sync it to the American dub, you would have to actually go and cut through the whole and sync the Japanese masters to the dub. It wouldn't just be a yeah overlaying. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It.
1: Someone actually did that with um. This is a comparatively smaller project. Someone did that with Warriors of the Wind. Yeah, where, I, uh, I, have I have that. I have that Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where they just cut uh, the yeah. HD release of uh, of Nausicaa up and then set right. it to the dub, which yeah. is really interesting. I want to check that out at some point. I, your I have. Point.
2: Yeah, it's cool. I've I've actually so like my my next project after the Encyclopedia. Uh, I want to do something slightly shorter, still a big, still a multi-stream project, but right. I had the idea of comparing the sub to the dub of something, and in this case it would be Nausicaä, because okay. it's my favorite anime movie, yeah, yeah, and I would quantitatively prove that the dub is better than the sub by going line by line and analyzing it and being like this is why this is better than this that
1: the dub is better than the sub
2: in the case of nausicaa that's what i believe okay but i haven't oh. done the full project to find that out yet. the
1: the the newer dub of *Nausicaa*, not the warriors yeah, of, of the wind
2: so, yeah the, the, the disney dub yeah
1: okay okay i thought you meant like warriors of the wind i'm like that would be. <laughs> but i wouldn't but
2: that's the thing i was just I, would, I think it would be interesting to include it would, *Warriors yeah. of the wind in this discussion it would be yeah. very few people have ever heard or seen it before or, or,
1: I, I, th- I still don't think actually. we know who is credited as being a voice actor on that i movie. have the
2: i have the vhs actually i don't Know if they included credits or not, but I could check. Yeah. I, I should digitize it, but um, I'd have to get a V one of those VHS to uh, those VHS scanners. Yeah, which I've used, I've used before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we have used. a friend
1: who's gotten really into just uh, like digitizing court. stuff.
2: You, you use a regular VHS player. I will
1: say, you making an
0: argument for Warriors of the Wind being a better dub than the No, sub it wouldn't. Be, with no, that it would, would be <laughs> I
2: watched Warriors of the Wind, and it just wouldn't be because they didn't just cut. It's not just a goofy dub that like. You know, no, changes all the names and shit. They right. literally cut a half hour out of the movie. Yeah,
1: it's it's a it's ninety minutes instead of they two hours.
2: Yeah, like they straight up don't. There's several complete lines fluff, don't, completely
0: don't
1: unnecessary. You don't
2: need it. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it yeah, it's interesting because they you can transparently see that they made it as an edit where like all the quiet parts got cut out.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But yeah, I wanted to talk about Obito because that was another big thing back in the day. The libido 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 the libido the (laughs) obito that whole fucking you touched on it in the video but there is no way you could possibly fathom how fucking awful that discussion was back in the day
2: of like who is he (laughs) the
0: debate of who toby was back Uh. in the day was fucking cancerous (laughs) you're reading the manga week to week right right it suddenly just shifts to this random flashback about this guy with spiky black hair orange goggles and a black shirt named obito and they're just he just happens to be an integral part of the story and then he quote unquote dies like
2: naruto and then he yeah he, he died. dies but we don't watch him die he gets cu- oh a bunch of rocks fall on him oh. yeah
0: and then Suddenly, a few chapters later, some spiky-haired, black-haired guy with an orange mask and bluish, dark gray clothes comes, named Toby.
2: With a showing on Oh, you know, I wonder who that is. Was, was a new was a new
0: Chia too. So even at that point, it should have been fucking obvious, right? Anybody would be like, okay, that's. F- Oh, oh, clearly that's that guy who fucking died. I cannot but...
2: believe it worked.
1: You know what's really funny? What's that? Yeah. There's an exact same situation like this in My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yeah, you know well, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I exact know, uh, yeah. like the exact same. But
2: like the traitor, like I don't, I didn't really read that much no 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 not day, the traitor but... not
1: the traitor um fucking oh his brother his brother yeah yeah oh
2: yeah, yeah everyone that was, that was like a
1: big part of no. a piece of like speculation I'm like yeah well who the fuck else could it be to
2: be perfectly honest there wasn't any like oh who's that i just i didn't even think of it as a mystery yeah i just didn't make the connection i didn't
1: either until i realized until i heard
2: that people did i don't think Hori Koshi necessarily built up a mystery of happened to his brother i'm <laughs> like they not really make that much of a a deal about it. And then with Dobby, he doesn't have a mask or anything. We're not no. questioning his identity. It's just he's like, got, his you know, face is fucked character. up though. And people just have general quirks or whatever. There could be yeah. multiple people with fire powers. They don't, that doesn't necessarily mean that they have genealogy to them. And then suddenly he's like, I'm your brother. It's like, oh, that's a, that's a cool twist. Cool. But it's not like the same as like, who is he? <laughs> you know? I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. No, but you're right. I think there's the, Air of mystery too yeah, yeah. And then One Piece has similar has similar stuff that happens as well. There's not necessarily a who is this character so much. There's alludance to like certain characters, and you don't know who it's supposed to who they're referring to, right? But it's not like a character who is like, who are you under that mask or whatever. I feel like that's I'm thinking about Shonen Jump in general.
1: Bakugan kind of does that. The original mm, uh, Bakugan, season, Bakugan, yeah, with uh, masquerade.
2: Oh right, right, right. Metarot, well, <laughs> Metarot's funny because Metarot actually um makes a joke out of it it's like yeah yeah (laughs) that's more like it's like the tuxedo mask situation be like how do you not see that and then yeah exactly i wonder who
1: tuxedo mask that's just
2: so that was my favorite dynamic in in the original i've been watching it this year Mm -hmm. and i have a little less motivation to watch r because that dynamic is missing okay because the fact that they love that like sailor moon loves tuxedo mask and he's this nice guy and then the real Usagi and Mamoru fucking hate each other. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. It's so good. I love that dynamic so much.
1: Yeah, th- that dynamic is not really present in R. Yeah. You might be stalled in the same spot we are. Yeah, we think we're like toward the middle of R, too. You know, we got to like the Ikahara part of R, and then we just kind of stopped.
2: I'm like towards the end of the first arc. Okay. Like episode 11. Okay,
1: so yeah, you're a
2: little bit you're
0: behind us. You're not far us from then. us. Yeah. We, you know what we should do? We should just make a group watch and make Kai watch it with us, and he will make us get through Sailor Moon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, I have actually been watching Sailor Moon in my Discord. I've just made it a habit that, like, every time I decide to watch Sailor Moon, I don't add anybody. Oh, sometimes I've added people. I just start watching it in my Discord and people notice that I'm in there and live and stuff. And they just pop in and be like, what are we watching?
1: What are you you watching? Sailor Moon? All right, fair enough. You're watching Sailor Moon now. And
2: so, unfortunately, I feel like I've been kind of half paying attention to most of (laughs) Sailor Moon. But I've liked it. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed It's, I've enjoyed, fine. I've enjoyed it's it. like
1: very light. I check out anytime the fight starts in an episode because I'm
2: just like, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's the best that's part of the reason. Yeah. That yeah, just it's like, just like I, I like all like the slice starts, of life yeah. stuff. It's just whenever the like done. the
1: villain shows up and they got a fight and like okay, yep.
0: Me me and Kai <laughs> have gotten into an argument phone. because I don't like Sailor Moon. Period. I don't dislike, I don't think it's a bad show, but I just don't like like I'm not like in love with it, you know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah I'm not,
2: I don't really like it. Like, like, you're like, you're like, lines in most and be like, I didn't like Berserk, but I didn't dislike it. It's like, <laughs> right, yeah, it's, yeah, okay. okay. It's, it's one of
0: those like six out of 10s. It's fine. I'm not, I don't you love it. You just don't it, have anything thing. to
2: say about it. Right. I am currently the same with Steinsgate. Mm. I just started it. I'm six episodes in. And, you know, I tweeted that it's like, haha, oh, I know I have to watch like eight or 12 episodes to, for it to get going or whatever. And then all my replies were like, I actually think the first part's better. Or like, you know, and like I like this the first part. Whatever. I'm like, oh great, okay. Good for you. And I'm like six episodes in and um I'm really numb to it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I, I think I think everyone has like has like shows like that where they're just like, this is really acclaimed. I don't really get a lot out of it.
2: Yeah, and so far I'm like, this might be the single most overrated anime I've ever seen. <laughs> Cause this shit is a nine point oh three on Mal. And has been for years. The OP gives it at least seven points. Like, come on, <laughs> dude! I have to tell you, I love—I know that I love that OP. And then I'm watching in the context of the show, which I tell my in my Naruto video is important. It really doesn't match the the tone of the show itself at all. You know, I don't think it—it's re- a good reflection of the material. And then the visuals are just kind of whatever. Like they—they they tread water for the last third. There's no credits even either. It, it's like. I was like, where are the credits? Is this a creditless OP? But no, they stuff all the credits like really rush the credits almost in like, huh. the first half. And then the rest of it's just visuals, like by the time the title drops and like, oh, cool. You can actually show some cool visuals during like the really energetic chorusy part of the video part of the song. And they don't really show that much. It's just a bunch of lines and people walking. It's like, <laughs> OK, what? Actually, damn, not not as great. A- I love the song. Don't get me wrong. The song is yeah. Poggers. You know what isn't the Poggers? Isn't the ED. The ED is e... nothing.
0: Burgers. Yeah, that, I think a lot of animes suffer from that. Like, No, they, they don't. Feel
2: like Berserk? Ojima Sunred? Like, most of my top ten? They got Banger EDs. Yeah, like there's definitely Banger EDs. But I think a lot,
0: like, when you look through, like, every anime or something. Like, a lot of I them to, are just kind of, like... That's an
2: interesting quandary. I have to look at that and just be like... Actually, I That's like That's certainly that ED. not the
1: case for this season, it seems, Mumi. But mm. the ED specifically? Yeah, there have been some pretty tight EDs this season.
0: Nice. I don't remember any of the EDs. I'm not watching to be anything honest. this season. Okay. I mean, half the time when we watch an ED, I'm like arguing with you about if they're fucking insomnia.
1: If they're then. fucking insomniac <laughs> or not. That's a good point. That's a good point. Mm, I mean, nice. I. I'm also just kind of like on my phone for a lot of the EDs as well.
2: <laughs> Damn, haha.
1: Or like, what are we watching next? Well,
2: you know, I'm checking. I'm digesting. Keep it track. There's, there's some EDs. It's like, yeah, okay. But, the, you yeah. know, I will say too, there was definitely EDs when I watched for the first time, like Escaflowne, where I watched it on my own. And I didn't remember the ED for shit. And I, I don't think I, I watched it all the way through once and then it just wasn't it for me. But mm-hmm. then uh, I would rewatch, I rewatched Escaflowne recently with Definitive Anime Chat. And because there was a lot of discussion that happened or like reactions to the rest of the episode, I would listen through the whole ED and actually got really attached to it. Mm. I really like Mm. it. Um, Not to mention uh, we realized that the, the the next episode previews for Escaflone somehow go so hard and it just makes you like really want to see the next episode, even though I've already seen it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it was just like, that was really interesting to me.
0: Um, That happens with me too. Like, We we watched uh, or I guess we are still technically watching You're Under Arrest the TV series. Nice. Oh yeah. Like the first E D for me is I mean it's it's not bad, but it's kinda of whatever. But like the more I listen to it, the more I kinda of get attached to it. I'm like, oh this is a nice song. I wanna to listen to it while I'm at work. I wanna
2: Right. A lot of the time I think it's it, it takes a lot more for an E D to warm up than like an OP for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't think, because
1: probably because I don't make them as catchy. I, well, as EDs, often. The, the stereotype is that EDs are yes. always like more low key than, the, the than like the opening, yeah, exactly. which is meant to be like very like. They're up- like winding you down.
2: Yes, I, yeah. yes,
1: yes. I, then you have stuff like Gankutsuwa, which does the exact fucking opposite, but mm. that's like the general case. You know, it's,
2: Gank is one of those. You remember I was talking about quads a while back? Uh huh. Uh-huh. That was another one of those um, fell off. Really? Didn't like it. And, you know, that was, again, that was another similar thing with Utena, where I just had misplaced expectations with it. Mm. I was really dumb. I had never Mm -hmm. seen, I had never really read the original Count of Monte Cristo. I had the assumption, because I heard it was a revenge story. Yeah. So I thought what was supposed to happen was the main boy in Gankatsuo, something terrible happens to him from this count. And he's the one that gets the revenge.
1: No, yeah, the anime is structurally different than the book. But the anime
2: is different from the book because the main character isn't, it's the fucking count. And that's the guy who's supposed to get the revenge on the three fathers and stuff.
1: Yeah, the anime makes the uh, count's identity like a mystery, which is interesting.
2: Yeah, and it makes it, it's completely different. Yeah. So I just had way different, (laughs) like, skewed fucking, like, what the fuck? And I completely shut out of it. The other three I was watching at that and again, logic, you don't have to understand why it was these three. I believe it was Wolf's Rain, Takarajima, and Argentosoma.
3: Hmm.
2: <laughs> and I don't tell me why. I don't they're all 26 episode shows that I had kind of an equal amount of desire to watch. I okay. guess. They're kind of an adventurous type and for um, it like MC kind of tortured in a way in some yeah. way, I guess. I don't know they gave me vibes that was like hey, these, none of these are shows that i had seen before you know so right. these are like so it's, it's just sort of a weird decision making thing but um loved wolf's rain and takarajima specifically i think wolf's rain i ended up liking the most actually Argento Soma was good i liked it it was like it, yeah, yeah that was cool that was really interesting and then gank i would just I, I started it started bothering me about like the gonzo designs not the cg or even like the like the uh, the static powder visuals. I don't know. It was just the yeah. It was just the um, how lopsided the faces felt. Mm. You know, there was just something about it, and it. I remember. I don't remember what it was, but I clipped something that I was just like raging over. It was some. <laughs> it was some visual choice, and like that looks so stupid or whatever. I don't know. I just it got under my skin. Unfortunately, it's interesting. I, I wonder how common
0: that is that people do it because I've actually, it it's not like I like thought it was like a thing. But I watched um Galaxy Express three nine, Urusei Yatsura, and Card Captain Sakura together. Nice. Well, okay. I watched it to a point where like the first three right. episodes of so I alternated like Sakura, Galaxy Express, Well, yeah, Urusei because Yatsura. like Ursa Yatsura
2: is literally twice the length of Sakura.
0: Yeah. And then at some point, like I got really invested in Sakura, so then I just finished Sakura. Right. And then I got back into Galaxy Express and finished Galaxy Express. Mm-hmm. I'm still watching Ursa Yatsura like six years later. No, I'm with
2: you. I I was stuck on Ursa Yatsura for years too. I think I started in 2016 and then it was sometime in 2018 where I was still stuck on episode 78. I'll never forget this. It was like 78 and I was like, fucking hell. I just got to get through it. Finally got through watching all of it. I think I'm
0: on 78 actually. (laughs) I ended up That was (laughs) the thing where I
2: was watching one episode a day of Gintama Mm -hmm. for a whole year because it was finishing and it was like 365 episodes roughly. So that's what I was doing. And I was like, okay, I'm watching an episode of Gintama a day. Why don't I watch an episode of Eriseyatra along with it? And then I can actually fucking finish it. And I was able to. And so right after that, I was like, okay, why don't I watch Maison Okoku after that? And so that's how I watched Maison Akoku. And, and That sort of logic is how I was able to carry that. This
0: podcast is a known Maison Okoku fan podcast. Very true. We love Maison Okoku. We <laughs> love yeah.
2: Ma- I've not seen. You it. don't like
1: we
0: it? We love Maison I don't hate it, but I like Orange Road better. So
2: <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll let you know, I've tried watching Ur- Orange Road twice. You don't like it? It's, it's been one of those things where it's like, I've tried it and I'm like, I'll watch it later. You know, I just, it wasn't, it's not like a dropping mm. sort of thing, but it basically is.
1: <laughs> Mumi, you and William Chow are the only two who seem to like Orange Road the most out of that bunt.
0: To be fair, William Chow does have some pretty base taste. He does like <laughs> Himei Chen's ribbon. I, got, I gotta respect gotta it. Gotta respect it. Kiss the ring. There's our ob-
1: obligatory mention of William Chow this episode.
0: <laughs> there it is. But yeah, I liked I like I really liked your video. Like I think I told you in DMs. Like I liked Thank your you. video. Yeah. Um, it was it, it kind of captures like the ethos of like that time period a bit because like you got like the mm. fucking Lincoln Park AMV. Yeah. Kind of lean <laughs> into like the, the AMV you, know, the,
1: you made, Moomy.
0: Uh, that was mindless self indulgence. But yeah, it, it was it was a nice slight like, change of pace. Like, I know you talked about like the other creators are doing it too. I can't say I followed or discourse so I didn't catch like other people talking about it in a positive way. Or at but... least
2: reassessing it. Totally not. Mark had his series on it and went art by arc, and his thing is just summary with some analysis. Uh... <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, Yeah.
0: sounds about right. Um.
2: But it, it was kind of,
0: because it does kind of make you like take a look back. Like, like I said, like I look back now and I'm like, I don't really feel as strongly negative about the series as I, did. at least like in the moment when you're kind of reading it week to week in that, yeah. in the grips of the uh, sunk cost fallacy, like, uh Yeah, and the rage. When does this
2: end? And the complaining. and <laughs> It's weird because like, we just
0: did the Shobaku video. And so like, when you were talking about Naruto and Sasuke, I started thinking like, it, it kind of reminds me of that because like, Sasuke's kind of like that Chunibyo character in the series, right? Like, meta-textual he is as well. Like, everyone wants to be... No one wants to be Naruto. Everyone wants to be Sasuke. They want to be the cool guy doing the Gendo pose. Even
2: Naruto wants to be Sasuke. Exactly. Yeah. But
0: the series kind of contextualizes that as, like, him just pushing people away, because, like, that trauma of feeling betrayed, and Naruto's kind of the other side of that, like, delinquent coin, I guess you could put it, of, like, the genuineness of it. Yeah, dragging
2: it's... people in with him into his, skin, into his skin and they contextualize
0: like that's what sasuke is kind of jealous of like he looks up to naruto because he is so authentically himself yeah he's not afraid to wear his feelings on his sleeve we're shown that like sasuke kind of has those same kind of thoughts and feelings he's just afraid to like express them and so he kind of puts on this aloof facade and kind of takes that whole cut the bonds that tie you kind of thing and tries to actually apply that
2: well see you know he sees his brother have this success that he has and he's like oh well this whole sharingan business and it's like it's in his it's his whole clan like he actually read that stone about the the uchiha right after the massacre not right after but like you know within that time so by Mm -hmm. the time we see him in the series he is aware of not just the whole massacre that's happened, and, and uh, I don't know how much Naruto really knows about that stuff by the time that we know about it, you know. But he, not only that, but Sasuke also kind of understands the whole thing—the Uchiha's relationship, the clan's relationship with the rest of the village and stuff. Well, you, uh, maybe not the whole thing, but when you think about it, that
0: probably dictates like both of their kind of experiences because like all the kids in the village that did have parents they probably heard all the stories about naruto and sasuke from their parents yes sasuke and naruto don't have parents so they didn't hear those things so they're completely disconnected from those so they don't have those yeah things.
2: like the naruto literally didn't know why people were alienating from him right they thought he, he thought it was just something he did or it, they, he didn't understand the reason and he probably and wouldn't he, know why we,
0: they were doing it to sasuke either
2: yeah yeah
0: so it's like it makes sense, like in story and context of the universe, it makes sense. It wasn't
2: until watching One Piece, do I really get this thing locked in um, unlocked when experiencing media, where there's a difference between what the audience knows and what the character knows. And that mm. sounds super basic, like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> but like, it's really interesting how there are countless examples and situations with One Piece where the characters that we know and love have no idea about a lot of this stuff that happened or have never met these characters before or haven't heard the story or anything like that. It really resonated with me because of um, the way Luffy treats with um, Arlong Uh in in Arlong Park where they're like, don't you want to hear Nami's tragic backstory? He's like, no, not really. (laughs) I kind of don't give a shit. And, And he's like, where are you going? Not here. I'm just just walking that way. He's just like he's like. I just don't want to hear it. Not out of a you know a squeamish or anything. He just doesn't he doesn't care. And I love that about him. And it makes that moment where he says that he'll help her so much more powerful. Which is like you know that's the scene that's so that's kind of shared a lot is memed a lot. And I knew about it through cultural osmosis. But what really landed it for me was that I had no idea that like when she says you have no idea what's going on with me you don't know what i'm going through right now and he's like yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> it's true he doesn't yeah we've just we're given the entire backstory which is so awful and now this like incredibly pivotal moments happening where her whole village is basically walking over to get slaughtered to try to help her and they're gonna get fucking bodied and she can't do anything about it and he walks over and he's like hey what's up and and he's like fucking you don't know anything Uh, And then she just breaks down and he's like help me and has never asked for help at all, ever, and didn't want to help ask for any help from any of her villagers who have known her for much longer, and then she, you know, is vulnerable to this one guy who's like, Okay. And then he's just like, damn right, I will. And (laughs) it's it's fucking best shit ever, dude. I it's the best. I'm sorry,
0: hasn't really. I guess guess that kind of ties into what you were talking about with like Sasuke. Yeah, and like I guess specifically you were talking about you making videos, like how you Mm -hmm. like making them on your own, having like all done on your own. Yeah, the
2: uh, towards the end where I'm like, look, I get it. Yeah, it's cool when you're when it's just you, and uh, there's a an empowering feeling to it.
0: It's it's it was interesting that you you kind of tied it. I mean, obviously, it makes sense. Like we all when you're analyzing media, you just tie it with your own personal experience. Like it.
2: Not everyone. Thing. You know, the, the, the newbies don't. You should. The newbies certainly don't. Should.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like it's interesting to kind of like contrast that with like the alternative
2: of like working together. That ties into what I was saying about anime fandom, right? With mm-hmm. the cynicism, power of friendship, everything gets solved by the power of friendship. Uh, oh no. God forbid. Right? It is funny, especially I, I saw a tweet at one point where people, when the Kinikamon, remake was announced for uh, that was being made by that's being made by toei mm. we assume it's a remake i don't know if it's a remake or a continuation or whatever people were quote tweeting and be like bro they're gonna lose their minds when they find out that the power of friendship is a literal concept in kanikamon that gets taken away at one point and they can't physically win because the power <laughs> of friendship was physically stolen from them
1: that is awesome
2: it's so funny. And it's like, wow. And it's like, well, yeah, Shonen Jump teaches these values for a
0: reason. <laughs> definitely doing like the stuff. Like that's something I can definitely appreciate more. Like that element of like, cause like, you know, when you're younger, you kind of view like, oh, being more independent is better, right? Mm. Like being more capable by yourself is better than like having to rely on everyone else.
2: And you can be in those thoughts for a long time, even past childhood. Yeah. It's similar. I, I hate to I was going to bring this up. I keep, I've said this on Digest where there's the normie introductory fan where everyone, it's like everything is awesome. Everything's cool and fun. And uh, you get excited by a lot of different things. Uh-huh. But then when you you get more experience, you get a couple years into you, you get into this middle bulk elite phase where most of us are in that are just very cynical and um, media poisoned yeah and uh self-deprecating and in, in this in that phase right and you can be stuck in that cyclone forever yeah you could always there i know fan fans like that and that they, they just get spiraling spiraling They get they, they either fall out of love with it or they never get better and or whatever They're just delusional i don't know <laughs> but then if, if you get to the other side if there's a certain piece of media that just resonates with you so deeply that you just it just i get it yeah you know <laughs> And it just kind of breaks that for you, and so it's okay if this thing is, feels formulaic or silly or cliche or whatever. It doesn't matter. It Kind of just matters. It's like I'm having a good time. I feel like people yeah. need
0: to like learn to separate. Like you can be critical of something and still appreciate things about. Like that's part yes. of criticism is yes. both criticizing like things that you think are negative and also being mm-hmm. able to critique things that you think are positive. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to all be like a. You know, just like a some, one or the other, yeah. It didn't have right. to be a, a nostalgia Binary. critic review, you could do both, yeah.
2: It's also this idea of media being solved, yeah. When you're in this bulk phase, you've decided that that's that, and yeah. if it's good, if it's bad, it will always be bad, if it's good, it will always be good, unless you start to think about it and then it can turn bad. And then, because this is what happens with Snob, unfortunately, because where he, he likes a certain title and then something happens or he rewatches it or whatever and uh doesn't like it as much anymore and now it's shit yeah even though it did have a positive impact on him at one point even when he did like it i've I've always been very
0: critical of snob i don't want to get too much but he's basically like the anime equivalent of a couch potato we'll put it that way Uh, yeah i don't
2: want to talk too much about him either only because he clearly doesn't you know he turned against me made shitty videos about me or whatever and uh even though like i was a huge fan of him and I owe my channel success to him in some way, because when I made my first video, I sent it to him and he made a video that simply redirected his viewers to my channel and got me my first hundred subscribers and first thousand views. Right. Which is such a hard barrier to to reach that several many YouTubers never hit. Yeah. And that was a really important foot of the door for me. And I'm, I will never be hidden or tran- like, you know, never forget that. I really liked his stuff, and he's part of the reason I'm in as deep as I am. I mean, that's
0: part of the nuance, really. When you think about it, like, yeah, you exactly. Can, you don't have to sep- you don't have to separate the good from the bad. You can ex- take both and recognize yes. both.
2: Yes, exactly. And you can have a current standing with with whatever, with a person or with a piece of media or whatever. My current feelings on one piece. My current feelings on anime snob, etc um and those things can adapt and change over time because being i don't know what it is i want to say polemic but I, that doesn't make sense i don't know where that <laughs> word's coming from i don't yeah. know what it means the fuck uh <laughs> i don't know what it is but just being stagnant being too maybe? rigid rigid is a good one yeah. yeah yeah like
0: i always view my favorites as being which they haven't moved a lot. Immutable. But <laughs> right. I like my top 100 or whatever, I think of it as very fluid because like, yeah, your fe- your feelings on stuff that you don't necessarily hold in as high as regard can cha- fluctuate from day to day. Right. And and
2: that also and that also infects with like calling something. Oh, it's it's a nostalgic pick. Mm. I think there is something to say about like, OK, really reassess that then. I think fat- nostalgia can be a good factor and it shouldn't just be completely ignored. But also don't let that be a reason that then. It's not good. I liked it as a kid. That means it's not good. Right. Right. Right? It's like, no, like, watch it. Like to, you know, and, and it can mean different things to you in different parts of your life.
0: People definitely have like that New York reaction. Like, I feel like I saw that with um Cowboy Bebop at some yeah. points with people where it's like, Well, I liked it as a kid, but it's not good now. And you're like, Well, what? <laughs> Bebop's what? fine. Like <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's great. Even. Right, what are you? High? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like you feel like you have to like disconnect I need to yourself grow as a your person. Yeah, yeah. I need to grow by rejecting. I mean, you can tie <laughs> it. Right, we can tie it into Naruto, right? Like Obito. Like you have to reject your past self to grow as a person. You know, like mm-hmm. the, no, these are, like,
2: sorry, dude, you still want to be Hokage? <laughs> you still
0: want to catch them all? People have got to like be able to encompass more, like multi, be multifaceted. I guess, like you got to be able to like recognize, you know, your experience. That's what taste is, right? Like, yes. taste is experience and preferences. Mm-hmm. Experience being how much anime you watched. Or how, which what ones are, you've watched at what time which ones you Exactly. What you've experienced in your life. Like, what's going to resonate with you on a personal level. Right. And then your preferences, which are typically formed from your experiences. But, you know, like, do you prefer this genre over this genre? Yeah. You know, so, the fact
2: that I watched the Akamakun movie, which I distinct... I, I'm pretty sure that was the first piece of anime that was the first anime that i watched without subtitles i'm pretty sure it was that one it was either that one or apache Yakugan. that was another really early one for me uh, that i just happened to find all on youtube and it didn't have subs and no one it had subs nowhere so i was like fuck it <laughs> um but akuma at the time it the movie didn't have subs it now it do- now it does because it's just a movie and i watched it in my college's amphitheater like it had this gate it had this big auditorium. Mm-hmm. With a giant screen. And I was able to rent that room out for screenings for anime stuff. And there was a time where I had it rented out and no one was, no one came. And it was like, I think it was close to midnight. It had to be late as fuck. It was like really late at night. And I was the only one in that's in this room, giant auditorium. And I put this movie on. It's so fucking transcendent in that regard. It's, mm-hmm. it, it really like, is a meaningful experience for me you know there's some anime where you can't remember where you were or um what year you watched it in even
0: i'm one of those where it's like i get really attached like to the seasonal discussion right so like i remember like that season like spring 2014 what all aired what was i watching what was i talking about like you i -hmm. can't separate my experience of watching those shows from like that experience or from each other. Yeah.
2: You get like this feeling. like, I remember I was, you know, my first season was winter 2015. And I remember choosing to watch Yuri, Kuma Arashi. And I hadn't seen any Ikuhara yet. This was Uh, my first fucking Ikuhara. That
0: would have been an interesting first Ikuhara.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was. I was rocked. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Oh man. It was so cool. But then like, I also watching death parade because everyone was talking about it and i didn't i wasn't as into it as i was like yurikuma or um (laughs) kofuku graffiti was that season i think too yeah certain nostalgia for that right there's also uh, there were there was a little reminiscent on twitter yesterday or today uh where somebody was quoting how like kofuku was trash it's not funny and (laughs) it was never funny it was never never good and it was like, man, I remember when that show first came out and AN and n it. Yeah. One stars. And it slowly growed over time where people was like, hey, this is actually kind of funny. It's actually kind of animated, kind of cool and like a very fluid way. And week by week, it totally rose up the charts. By the time it finished, it was the most popular show of that season. Yeah. Really cool. And it's it, weird. It's like multiple people who remember that. It's like, oh, yeah, I was there. It, it, there's. It was back in my day <laughs> i don't want to sense think about community. how long
1: how like how long ago that was when it doesn't feel that long doesn't feel uh, like that. seven years ago
0: we were talking about that the other day and we we're just talking about like 2016 and i was like that was that was like six or seven years ago now seven that's that ago. is so
1: yeah seven years ago And
0: it doesn't feel, that feels like maybe two or three years ago yeah,
2: yeah hey, don't tell me that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah awful but they, they you know there's that past and you're right and so it's like um that's sort of what makes me worried. I keep we keep looping around back around and stuff to stuff. But like <laughs> with digest, you know, it makes me worried about how um, level people have moved on. Stopped making videos. And like I went to um, Lachlan and Zaria's wedding mm. and there was a lot of former Annie there. And they were all like chumming it up how none of us make videos anymore. Uh, Except me. I was making videos. Yeah. And but like Lexi Mathwiz hadn't made any videos in a while. She still does. She's still kind of active, but still really not as much, you know, and then Zaria and, and Lachlan both cold turkey retired. Jack was probably done. Dub was probably done.
0: A lot of, even like people that are still around, like, I mean, Joe posted that video the other day of how he's kind of... He's pivoting, right? Yeah. 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 And, I mean, the general sentiment just seems like, what's the point? It's kind of sad. Yeah. Because, like, we're kind of... We're, we're moving into the post postmodern period <laughs> whatever you want to call it the post sure. like antitube Boop or something I guess sure. you, you want to try to define it
2: so to me and and so to me it's like what I think I want to focus on now is fostering that continued enjoyment and passion for this stuff. I think this stuff like this is fantastic of us being able to talk like this and everything mm-hmm. but it's you know fostering these other fans and stuff that want to keep around and uh and foster what are we taught what are you watching and keeping this because all of us are growing older and um i'm sure this is something the old guard has probably dealt with too they've probably had countless they've probably if people who have passed away at this point yeah that that they used to talk about this stuff with for decades it's funny i was reading an a, a interview that connor did with somebody with a, like an interview or whatever because they're he's grown he's grown so much he's so he's like Really impressive how, how uh, far he's climbed, where he was talking about how he's like, I'm fully aware that I'm not going to be able to do this forever. I'm not going to be this young or, you know, into this stuff. He he said how it like it was around the time Trash Taste was happening that he fell out of anime.
1: Mm-hmm. He's not much
2: of an anime fan. He's still casual. He still likes it or whatever, but it's not the same. Right. The same thing with Anime Man with Joey. And I get that people have their issues with him. And he said, some whatever shit. But I've said I've made it clear that I really admire that he is open and willing to explore different passions of his. Where he has a whole clothing brand now, he produces a lot of music, you know, and, he, and he's reinventing himself. And Foss and still kind of chal- Gigg is also challenging himself, and, you know, because they're all older now. They're Gigg literally just got married, right? Yeah. One of them is going to have a kid by this like, sometime, and that's going to be fucking weird. <laughs> now all yeah. of them are just like, oh god. <laughs> I mean, this is completely uncharted territory. Well, that's here. like it's
1: something I've like I've wondered about with like YouTube in general is like yeah, with YouTube seeing yeah. people get like content creators. There's like a weird parasociality to it, and just seeing them like get older and shit is weird.
2: It is, and it makes you think about like where's the end goal to this? You know, yeah, fucking an- an- angry video game nerd. The fact that he's been able to do what he does for almost twenty years now, he will it'll be twenty yep. years old next year. Damn. You know, how long did e- R- Siskel and Ebert last? A little bit over twenty years, I think, twenty-five, something like that. Yeah. How long did Mystery Science Three 3- Thousand go? You know, you think of some of these like pivotal shows or whatever. The, then the actual yeah. Rund- how long
1: did, How long did Letterman host uh, the Tonight Show? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely on like a, a individual level, there's an ending, but the conversation doesn't ever end. Sure. So that's where the that's where the blurry line comes in. Yeah. The, the spec- as an individual, it's like where do I duck out on this conversation? Like when am I yeah. not contributing enough yeah.
2: anymore? So it's sort of yeah, and that's why I was sort of thinking about with me, despite my size and like relative success. It's you know it's, I, I got a couple hundred k videos. That's kind of cool. Yeah, nineteen k subs isn't enough, isn't something to sniff about. That's cool, but it's sort of like what's the overall picture and and where i'm going i guess yeah and i'm just kind of happy at this point that i'm still making videos i'm still active yeah yeah after uh seven years october 2016 will be my was my first video so it'll be seven by this uh, this october i really want to do at least 10 years at least mm. you've
1: been doing this for what movie like a year and a half
0: it doesn't feel that long Hmm. thus yeah that when it reached like close to 10 years i was
1: like well i'm still yeah. here yeah, as well, yeah, I think it's. I think it's hit ten years for me by now. Yeah, like, might as well
2: start talking about it. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and sharing your experiences and stuff.
0: You know, me and Sai, like, at least for me, I can speak for my. I won't speak for Sai. He can talk for himself, because <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. here, he's here this yeah. time. But when I started making stuff, like, it was mainly out of the frustration of like not seeing stuff that I want being said, talked yeah, about. That's it. And yeah. so, like, it's it's always like I've always been in a position of like I just want to try to advance like the conversation in like any way that i can so it's always just been about you know the general community like before for the last 10 years or so far i started making videos it was just me kind of doing anonymously or just as a little avatar or whatever right. the fuck
2: and anon yeah
0: just still trying to work toward bettering that conversation yeah. and like now like i'm doing videos because like it's it's a good creative outlet for me like i realized i needed right one. it sustains
2: your own passion for this stuff as well as fostering it for others
0: exactly and like you can kind of start that dialogue and like you know we like watching Anitube stuff it, to us it felt like stuff was stagnating a bit when we started making stuff and like this is kind of our way like ultimately what i would love to do with like this channel is like be able to kind of help smaller creators too yeah like on the podcast specifically, we've been getting bigger people on, but like at some point I'd love to have like a mix of bigger people and smaller people where you can kind of mix that audience and be like, hey, if you like our that guy's stuff, come check out our stuff. If you like our stuff, check out this other guy's stuff. You know something I
2: really loved, thing. but I, and I don't think it would be possible now, but it was just so chaotic and I, it was really only something Joe could do. You remember podcasts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I did watch oh, yeah. the, the videos he did where he did with like Eyepatch, Wolf, Holden, and like smaller creators with them. Yeah, I, c- I don't know if you could I mean you could do it but it just wouldn't be like that level anymore, it c- yeah because like, it be- there's well, just-
2: I think it was it worked for me but it also wasn't gonna like be sustainable or you know gonna be big or anything right. Yeah, because by design it was nonsense like they were debating over are. what was the fucking question that snob would like raged over of like um, who would win in a fight uh, a thousand George Costanzas versus one it was something stupid of like some really absurd question of like who would win in a fight a thousand of this versus one stupid whatever and so i was like why is this question here (laughs) It was just really it was just really funny and seeing the dynamics of the different people clashing with each other who have never talked before by this point and they're all strangers and stuff right yeah it's just so funny but it's something like that that just brings us together and um i don't know talks about this stuff more and look deeper into it yeah
0: i mean you know from digest like bringing somebody up like a smaller channel helps everybody that doesn't just help that channel like yeah it helps them more like comparably than everybody else but you're helping like the general conversation and it's just i don't know it's it's a shame that we're at the point that we are right now in the general sphere i mean
2: i was happy to do what i did and what i the thing i will take away from it is that like it really got me the attention of like other creators that have that i wanted Mm -hmm. i had always really wanted to reach out to them and everything and then you know this the the drought the, the lack of video responses seeing people talk about your video in another youtube video is like so surreal and so i knew how valuable that experience was and um giving that to, to creators and several of which who had been making videos for years but hadn't felt that because it was such a long time since YouTube implemented that and then them responding to it and replying in the comments and stuff is just really great
0: yeah I mean I, I can speak from personal experience yeah. so I was like we didn't talk before you covered my video right. and when you covered my first video that was like a surreal like wow someone's actually talking like and it was valuable to me as like you know that was my first video like that was literally me picking up like a copy of premiere and just making a video that for a month and then putting it out there i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and so like having some kind of insight was like wow yeah this is really great yeah for sure
2: and i can't i feel bad that i can't do that for everybody because i wouldn't happen to be interested in their first video or, um, yeah. or catch them at their first video. There's a lot of YouTubers that come up that I had no idea about and I'm late to the game, sort of feel. Right, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, they're generally, those, oh yeah, I've just done another video or something and I'm not up with their thing. I'm still able to cover new people, which is nice. But it just sort of like, I guess there is something about the the, the tedium of it, saying similar things. I, I think from partly for me, it's like, I just didn't feel adequate. I just didn't feel like I was saying much substance about some of these vids. Sometimes I would and it'd be good. But I can't guarantee that. And I just, I didn't want to have a case where, like, no digest today, guys. There's no videos that I thought were good <laughs> that I could talk about in <laughs> yeah. That depth. Yeah. No, I just have to kind of bite the bullet. And like, sometimes I'm going to talk about this stuff and just say that I liked it and move the fuck on. And uh, I know that that's still valuable to some people, even if it doesn't have that much depth to it. And it's, right. you know, that was always just a personal gripe for me. And that's for me, the one making the video. So that's, and that accumulates over time but also just didn't quite feel like people were taking the message in the same way where like they were just kind of take the videos that I would suggest them uh, and they wouldn't go out exploring themselves or watch other people's videos on their own because that barrier still happens. Right. Yeah. I'm sure now that you guys make videos, it, it is kind of harder to for you to watch other people's anime YouTube videos, right? Definitely. yeah.
0: Harder, harder in what sense?
2: Um, <laughs> it, motivation, just the motivation, even just the motivation to click on it. Even if it's someone you like, um, you know, it's if it's like a, you know, unless it's like a really close mutual or something, then it's like, oh yeah. But um, especially people you don't know or whatever. I, guess I would say it's like-
0: it's harder for me to watch and like as far as like I'll click on stuff like I I sure. I'm like that deranged individual who will click on any video okay that looks like something I could watch. Yeah, okay. But I do find it harder to engage engage with yeah, that's it. Fair. For a longer period right. of time, yeah. Like having making video, like now I got like, more experience. Which I'm not gonna fucking say I'm good at it, but <laughs> you can kind but of like you pick up it. on things more. than
2: it doesn't really matter how good you are at it. But you there's a there's a, a resonance. You can talk with people on a certain level that you they get it. Yeah, you know what they've been through. There's a shared pain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and That's I. That, it's been great, like a great experience doing content creation because like you kind of get that insight as far as like. You become more hesitant to like really like ream in the people, right? Yeah. Like, I- I'm more hesitant now to be like, wow, this fucking garbage. <laughs> because, like, I-, I realize like my shit probably is garbage to somebody, <laughs> right? So maybe I wouldn't like it if someone was like, wow, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> i like, gee, thanks. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you have that awful realization where it's like, I didn't like that you did that in that video. Oh, God, I've done that in videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do get that. but that's the that's the education that's like the learning part that's a, I mean, yeah. you get better at making yeah. videos that way and so it's like to me it's like i would hope that it isn't just people watching videos to see what what would they what's the what's digest what are the videos he thinks i should check out no it's more like um i would want you to listen to the whole thing so that there's some kind of because sometimes i cl- i glean commonalities with everything and i kind of make commentaries on The making of videos in general, of like general practices and things to avoid and uh, things that I want to see and encourage, like collaboration and personal experiences. But, yeah, it doesn't help that, uh, again, YouTube has made it such a competition with all of us. Uh, Every channel is an island, very isolating job, even for the biggest channels. Yeah. Well, do you ha- did you have any uh, further questions about Naruto? <laughs>
1: well, I think I've got... I mean, if we're going to be close, I do have one question I want to ask. Uh, why, in Boruto, was Sasuke fighting a velociraptor? <laughs> I
2: don't know, that's kind of based. Um, it was, it, to my knowledge, I'm not following Boruto either, but it was a...